You're listening to the Fire in a Hole podcast with Richard and Jason, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and a cast. If you want to keep the show free and help us keep the lights on, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. If you have ideas for the show, we'd like to come on the show. Uh, don't hesitate to drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. That's podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. So Adam Clark, yeah. uh, returning guest. <laughs> yeah. Last time he was here with his lovely wife and his beautiful baby. Yeah. And we were fortunate baby. enough to have baby. <laughs> we're, uh, who actually participated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, she participated. It was she really was quite good. audible on that podcast. Yep. And, she's uh, a star. She's a star. Born star. So yeah, Adam came uh, came back to uh, chill with us, and we, uh, as usual, had an awesome time. Yeah, we talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Nigerian scammers, <laughs> which is always, you know, a great time. I mean, that's just something we have to address, you know. Yeah, on every podcast. We talked about his band, uh, the Janko Revival. Now the Janko Revival, yes. Yeah, re- recently rebranded. Uh, what did we talk? David Byrne, Talking Heads, his book about how music works. Bowie Prince. Yeah, Bowie, we talked Prince, Ricky Gervais, Lip Syncing and Music, Kaufman. Talked about comedy too. Talked a lot about comedy. Yeah. And uh, a little bit about what the, you know, evolution of the podcast, kind of like weird magical effect that we had with the podcast around Yes, the, we had the self-reflection, table. little self-reflection. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. We went to see the comedy works and uh, we talked about our experience there. We might have some... Uh, Comedians come on on the podcast in yep. the next little while. That's definitely going to happen. Give that a shot. Mm-hmm. So, great episode. Always uh, a great episode. Kick back. Enjoy it. Adam Clark. The man. The man. The balls. The legend. <laughs> so mu- Such balls. Such such amazing balls. Gravitas to his balls. Gravitas. <laughs> One gig on the last tour, through a bat on stage. And, and every night we do a gig, you get all these crazy people that come and throw these... these junk on stage and you know, I thought it was one of these rubber bats. I picked it up and it was a real bat. You know, was it alive? Well, it was till I bit the head of it, you know. Yes. The next thing we want to get you out of You can't say way. anything about that now, can you? Well, I could, sure, you can say anything you want. I mean, the taste of bats is very salty. Taste of salt. last thing I remember Monty Python related I th- thought was really funny was a couple of years ago I discovered a site that was dedicated to Nigerian phone scams or email <laughs> scams you know there's this whole Nigerian scam thing yeah the it's been uh, for like 20 years okay they kind the of Nigerian prince the Nigerian is that prince the fr- is that started with the emails like yes it yeah, started yeah, with I, those yeah, what, what do you mean scam Donated all <laughs> kinds of money. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Did, He's a good friend of mine. Did I not help the prince out? He was in a bad spot. <laughs> he just needed well, some cash. He's a Nigerian. It's just a, a decent thing to do. His whole family died in the fire, and his fortune is locked up in Gone. a mess. If I give him two million, he's going to give me four. I mean, yeah. it'll all pay off in the end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so <laughs> the these they become they became so rampant these scams that 
this group of people online uh, started a website that was a scamming scammer site. <laughs> so they would oh, yeah. purposefully let these scammers into their lives under false names and then string them along and fuck with them Amazing. and get them to spend as much money as possible and as much effort yeah. in anticipation of a big score. That's fantastic. Uh, and and they post up the chat log. Yeah, they would they would show to, you the chat to, log just to yeah. see how they were fucking with them constantly. They would uh, they had a, like a they, they even <laughs> it have goes like for a, like weeks. <laughs> it's still is it still up now? It's yes, the site is still up. I checked the other day and they even have like a um like a photo section where they somehow talk these guys into sending pictures of themselves holding up a sign like they don't understand the irony of what they're holding up like um and uh they just they've done things like straight up fooled them into thinking that they were these huge tycoons and they were about to go travel <laughs> there fantastic how do i not know about this they had these guys renting cars for them and hotel rooms in anticipation of some some really rich white man that's yeah. gonna land and give them all this money and of course they would nothing. be like there'd be nothing right and the apex of their scam, like the apex of the, the pranking, I think was uh, that they managed to pretend they were a film company, like they were a, mu a movie studio, and that they were looking to spend big money in Nigeria, but they were looking for the next, next stars, like the next yeah. big stars. <clears throat> and so the scammers were like, "Oh yeah, definitely." And he's like, "What? Well, what can we do? Like, you know, I'm an actor and whatever. Like, they'll play along." <laughs> like like uh, American Idol Nigeria, almost. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> but they had a, like a multi-million dollar operation or something ready to go. Anyway, Excuse to me. make a long story short, they're like, "We're gonna, we're gonna need to see a video of you guys. We're gonna need to see a like a, an audition oh tape." My God. And we can send you a sample of the script. You guys are going to have to, like, do this for us. And then it, when we get it back, like, that'll be proof. And then we'll be yeah. able to make our decision. And they sent them a Monty Python sketch <laughs> with the dead parrot. <laughs> the yes. buying the dead parrot. Yes, yes. And I, this video is still up somewhere on YouTube of these two Nigerian guys not knowing any better. <laughs> Uh, in their broken English, trying to they literally reenacting the, the dead pair, <laughs> no. and they're not they don't get the whole. We're YouTubing this. Yeah. this podcast is over. It's absolutely brilliant. We'll it was the it was like their crown, the crowning <laughs> Stay achievement. Tuned. The best like uh, trolling. Yeah. Troll, uh, this oh is my. this predates the word trolling, right? So this yeah. is yeah. like this started it. I don't know, but this was a like a masterpiece, right? Of, uh, of scamming, <laughs> trolling the trollers, trolling the trollers. That's amazing. Yeah, That's I wonder great. if they still they're, they're, they must be still operational. The Nigerian prince scam, <laughs> them know. and the, the trollers. Yeah, yeah. I think it's called like the four one eight scam. I don't remember what it's called, but uh, it's. Uh, I'll. I'll uh, we'll put a link to it. Hey, Adam. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up, Mr. Clark? Nice to have you back. Welcome, nice to welcome. be back. I. Uh, it's weird. I'm in the different seat. Yeah. Uh huh. Complete opposite, actually. I'd say seat, right? Because I was mm -hmm. mirror corner. image. Yeah. You're in the hot seat now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Last yes. time, uh, my uh, lovely wife and daughter were in this seat. Actually. Great episode. Well, we got good feedback on it. We yeah, everybody it. loved that episode. We had a good time. I, I got to hold a baby. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Lena <laughs> loved it. She uh, keeps talking about it. Yeah. She uh, <laughs> she posted on her links and stuff so that all her baby friends could hear. Oh, it nice! Too. You've got her going yeah. on social media. Oh, of course, of course. That's you good. Know, you got to get them in early. Earlier, the better, so that everybody knows that you have a daughter and stuff. Yeah. I think that's the key. <laughs> it's gonna. I don't. It's that foundation. Yeah. Good. Good self-esteem. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. 
and you start the cyberbullying as soon as possible so she gets used to it yeah it's and never too it early affect her later is what i think <laughs> that'd be really funny a baby <laughs> cyberbullying <laughs> what would that look like i don't know God, God, you guys God. have been very sensible about uh the baby pictures that you guys put up you don't you don't go over the top and it must be really hard because she is photogenic <laughs> as shit. Yeah, she's freaking adorable. Uh, yeah, like her mom, I guess. Yeah? Uh, yeah, she uh, she actually kind of seems to know to look at... Uh, shout out to Sonia. Yeah. Shout out. Hi, honey. Uh, girl? <laughs> she seems to be uh, now even looking at cameras at, oh, okay, smiley time. And, stuff, uh, oh, yeah. Sonia is incredible at... Uh, Picking the moments when I'm taking a nap, or maybe she's—it's her day to get up earlier, and you know whatever. And then, if I wake up early at that same diet, same day, she'll kind of come out with this awesome, like, crooked smile and like, like, what are you doing in there, honey? And all of a sudden, Lane is dressed up like a mermaid, and she's <laughs> taking pictures. And you like know, full photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, full out photo shoot. I mean, and, and obviously, you know Sonia well. Yeah. It was something I don't think any of us were really expecting her to kind of do with her daughter. No, like she's she's super baby studio full baby studio. Yeah, like I just wasn't. I don't think she was too expecting to be like cutesy like that with her. And it's fantastic. Like, yeah, it's, so it's, it's brought out her photography side. Yeah, and uh, she's taking some cool pictures. Yeah, and, they look uh, great. Yeah, they look great. And there's a lot of uh, outfits. Yeah, and it's adorable. Yeah, there's uh, what's nice too is most of those outfits were uh, given and stuff like through friends and that. So it's not yeah, like that's we the best, had that's to go best. out and. You know, there's no point in, in buying that stuff anyway. There's, it, it never gets used enough no, to be unless worn. Unless you're doing photo shoots, yeah, in, but yeah. in your own home, there's just there's just like <laughs> tons of that stuff out there, yeah. and there's no point in buying it new. No, well, uh, Virage Sale is pretty cool for those kind of things. So Sonia will, you know, okay. in her late night breastfeeding or what did they call it? Uh, brexting, I think. Was, brexting was a term I heard where when you're breastfeeding. And, and texting, texting. <laughs> Bre- Brexting. Uh, so there must, there, must be some, there must be something like that for perusing the internet when you're uh, breastfeeding. I'm just thinking of all new combinations now. <laughs> oh yeah, mexting. Um, um, when you're at when you're shopping at Mex. When you're uh, masturbating, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, it started out nice about you know children, and then you brought it to a new it, level. It, uh. I, it's not as far as you think. It's all. It's still about the uh, you know your your. I don't know. I have nothing. <laughs> We can edit that out, I think. Eric, <laughs> moving on. So, Adam. Uh, yeah, so Le- Lena's and Sonia's great. They say hi. and uh, Hello. We'll be, we'll be listening whenever this thing is up, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, How's fatherhood? Is it, is it a little, are you a little bit more fatherhood than last time? I guess. A little bit more of a dad? I, uh, I feel like a dad, I guess, but I also don't really feel like a dad in terms of well, not much has seemed to have changed. Here's yeah, when it's I, still early. Here's where yeah. I noticed when I was becoming a dad. When I started uh, sort of shaking my head at other parents <laughs> or other kids' behaviors, I'm like, oh, my God, what are they doing? You just, mm-hmm. come on, pick up your kid. Like, once that you start, like, arm, you know. <laughs> like, uh, everyone else's. In that case, I'm officially a dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, once you start noticing that stuff, uh, also when you go to kids' parties, when there's little showers or baby yeah. birthdays or whatever, you immediately start finding a way to get the other guys into like the other dads into like a beer buying run yes so you can yes. all, you know <laughs> so you know you, that I, you start looking for beer opportunities I mean, yeah i uh i can see that happening yep uh i'm fortunate or unfortunate to uh not be at work yet so yep. i've had a lot of opportunities to go out and like uh Sody and i actually 
draw it as much as we can with Lena to I mean she actually I don't know if we had done the show yet or not uh, the podcast but Sonia actually brought Lena to one of my shows and I don't know if you Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. She had like the headphones on. Yeah, stuff? yeah. So she had like. I think that was two, after you came. Yeah, I yeah. think it was maybe after. So we're we're trying to expose her to uh, these things. Cause, yeah, you for know, sure. Well, why not? Like, I want to uh, apologize to you, by the way. I I wanted to seriously come out and see your band. Oh. Like, I've there's been two or three opportunities, and it just has not worked out uh, scheduling wise, and I was not able to make it. But no problem. That means we just have to keep playing shows. Well, then it, there's a good That's side good. to it. But how, how have those shows been? Are, are you guys... I, uh, I was at the last one. It was yeah. kick-ass. <laughs> Holy man. shit, man. Yeah. I, uh, Sylvia and I, we were just blown away, yeah. man. I think, it was well, really, really good. I appreciate that. I think we made a, a big fan with Sylvie. I mean, uh, oh, she, huge, she liked our, our page like almost, I think, from the bar somehow. And that yeah. bar doesn't get reception. <laughs> so I think she found and managed to get a bar and liked it right away. She and, created yeah. a yeah, <laughs> Wi-Fi network yeah. off of her phone. Oh, she yeah, was, yeah. Uh, she's a fan for life. She was for sure. great to have. In the, it was actually a fantastic turnout. We played at uh, Honey Martin's. It's kind of a little local place for us. And what's great is if three people are in there, it's packed. But uh, yeah, <laughs> right I mean, but that place was really fairly packed like i've never really played to that packed of a honey martin's before and uh it was partly for my birthday as well so i think extra people came out and it was the first the crowd time was we, into it oh yeah it was the first time we played with a drummer and holy uh, shit did that ever make a difference yeah it was a big you know because we we can do these sit down acoustic kind of bluesy shows you know and uh, it was nice to have those drums there because i i think what happens is when the drums aren't there the people envision the drum beat in their head. Even though you're not a drummer, I think you just you're constantly hearing that tapping along something, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it it makes for more of a okay, you know. I'm gonna sit down and sort of listen and groove, which is kind of cool. And yeah. then we noticed with the drummer, and it's all original stuff too. So you never know how. Obviously, no one's gonna be singing along. No one's ever heard these songs right. before, uh, except for Sonia probably because I. You know, <laughs> play them for. You may have practiced yeah, to play them for. Yeah, she may have her. heard it a couple of times. <laughs> and it seemed like the crowd went from like a sitting and listening to a wanting to actually get up and move and kind of oh, wow. dance around, which was really unique for us because we haven't ever really played these songs with a drummer. So it was uh, it was quite fun, and we also decided to play just a one set night so that it was here's in our opinion our best you know 10 songs or our best hour of music and there was no yeah. no matter what bands say sometimes they have to throw in a little filler here and there right of course especially right. when you're just like we're kind of you know still working on the full band dynamic uh so we you know let's just do the one so set drummer is like a mainstay now is he sticking around or uh i guess it's kind of up in the air you know, if we want to make sure he likes it and we want to make sure we're all going the right direction. And I mean, he only jammed with us for like a month. So it wasn't mm -hmm. that much. And uh, he's more of a like really funk, you know, big time. He's, he's excellent. Like he's uh, one of the got chaps. One of the coolest drummers I've What's heard name? play. Uh, Aldo. Aldo. Aldo, yeah. And uh, so we just want to make sure it's right for everybody and... Uh, it's kind of a busy time for a lot of us right now. He's in uh, construction, so I think it's like his real, real busy time. So we're just sort of... Mm. That somehow really makes sense. <laughs> What's that? A guy that plays the drums and like <laughs> smashes like brick walls. <laughs> yeah, <really>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he probably could smash a brick wall. He's uh, cool as a cucumber and, uh, you know, very man of few words and uh, just like 
the complete opposite from the rest of the band. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of, so it was, we'll, we'll see, you know. Um, that's good. It's good. We were we'll blown see. away, man. It Thanks, was really, man. really cool. And I've been to a bunch of your shows before too. Yeah. So I've kind of yeah, seen just the evolution a little bit. Drums kind of make, uh, and I don't know if you've seen the bass player often. Sometimes he's with us, no. sometimes he's not. So to have, yeah. I mean, he's like, as I was telling you guys last time, he's an old high school, you know, first guy I ever played music with. Was right. right. So to have him back in, like, on, Tremendous. you know, in yeah. there. So, we, yeah, we, we had a blast. And unfortunately, we haven't done much since just because of this. Uh, the the, yeah. the venue, like the, the bar people were obviously happy. Oh, yeah. They, uh, well, we've played there often. And they really enjoy our style of music. And uh, they really loved it with the drums. And it's a small place. So you're always worried about yeah. being too loud because it's kind of hard to turn down drums, you know. And yep. if a drummer hits hard, he hits hard. It's just his style. And uh, Aldo hits hard. Um but it he, wasn't bad though. It wasn't too loud. Yeah, I, it's like a long, thin place. Yeah, exactly. So I think that actually works out well. I think for it you helped guys. them because the amount of people that were there yeah. kind of absorbed some of the sound. But it was, uh, it was. We felt really successful and for sure. uh, really pumped us up, and we wanted to keep going that night. But it's also and you're obviously so strong on the on the guitar. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, and you got a good uh, presence too, and uh, yeah. the vocals too. Like the singer, he's he's amazing. Shout out to Johnny. He's uh, what's up, Johnny? Yeah, he. He's the hardest working vocalist I've ever played with in terms of, uh, I guess people forget that your vocals is an instrument as well. Something I've, I kind of always thought, oh, hey, you can sing or you can't, but obviously that's yeah. not true. And this guy, I used to work with him uh, maybe 15 years ago at iTech Hockey. And uh, if I'm repeating this from last episode. No, I don't uh, think you I, mentioned I, it last I have, time. Uh, some head issues I'm still dealing with. <laughs> um, but even then it would be funny because he worked in marketing and he was okay. constantly like... Uh, I'd hear him like I'd, I'd you know go upstairs visit like the market sales team. guy yeah and I'd always hear like down in the corner or like uh, <laughs> just gotta be Johnny and he's always motor mouth uh, yeah just but working on sounds to keep his, his vocal throat cords loose and vocal and... cords alive and he just okay. you know and he's always always doing that like I you think can he, tell the he's got like a there's a real presence to his voice yeah yeah, yeah. He, uh, and it seems familiar somehow yeah like you it's know a, like everyone kind of hears it and like it sounds like somebody who's a, who's a professional yeah. singer oh uh, that's great he's gonna be stoked to hear that because he he is i mean he's he's a professional singer who doesn't get paid <laughs> to sing yeah so he's he not a, a professional it, but he has the professional voice and uh, he's got a certain a polish to it that you yeah. don't you don't get just from like being a yeah you can you tell know, a hobby singer yeah that's know? it and and you were i've i've never seen that with uh, a singer unless they always did it in closed doors but, i mean guitar playing whatever what's yeah, nice is as you get older you can you know you can control the sound with your amps and this and this and if it's if you not, don't play as strong or whatever you can turn it up but with it's your vocals yeah it's got to be there you know if you blow your vocals out you, you know yeah but people know how to like sound check sound check people know how to <laughs> people know how to um like a real vocalist will know how to pace exactly you know throughout a yeah. show will yeah. know which songs demand like the big the big voice which ones you got to keep it a little bit smokier and yeah like, the highs and lows punctuation yeah whole, yeah yeah it's like speaking you know so the or oration right yeah. like the the fact is is that art i don't want to sound like an old fogey and say that it's dead but certainly it's not well, valued like it once was with like auto tune uh, as i say with auto tunes and things like that like uh oftentimes i've i'll come up with a riff or something and i'll plug into a garage band or whatever and I'm not very comfortable with my singing voice, and 
I can throw a cup. I don't do the auto tune because that's a little too <laughs> too much for me to really delve into there. But I'll just add this like a little bit of echo or something, and it kind of just smooths out the voice. My like, God, oh, that's not so bad. But you can. It's easy to fake your way through it. It's tempting yeah. Yeah. to go down yeah. that path. Yeah, and that's what I love about live music is. You can't really fake it. It's hard to fake it. You can get some it. pedals and stuff, but You still. get pedals, and I've actually seen some singers now with their laptops, and I'm uh -huh. kind of like, well, uh -huh. we're in a bit of a, a quandary now because uh, Johnny's been working on like backing vocals and harmonies on our recordings, hmm. which sounds stellar, like all of a sudden, because he can do his own different octaves and... You can't produce that, reproduce that yeah, live so without... Yeah, we're like... like he's one of those guys... Special effects or cloning. Yeah, well, for you, one of those guys that plays all his all the instruments on an album, like the, like a Lenny Kravitz or a, yeah, Prince uh, or a Steve Vai, or, you know, these guys I can do everything, and so he's layering, you know, on the recordings, and we're like, this is, you know, fucking cool, man, you know, like always sounding like the Almond Brothers a bit or something like that, oh, yeah. and, and it's like, wait, we play a show though, like How's people are going to hear the recording, how's it going to come across live? And like you know, Zeppelin did such a good job of those things. Like uh, there's one song, the layer of vocal layering. Yeah, like I think Achilles' Last Stand, one of my favorite tunes by them. I think there's ten overdubs of guitar uh -huh. and like maybe five overdubs of vocals. But when they play it live, it still has the same punch. And I, they don't have session guys in the back. Maybe? No, no. When Zeppelin plays live, man, they're just the four of them. You know, oh. so uh, maybe it's something about the live performance. You you have like a bit more uh, energy. Yeah. Maybe like it, yeah. it compensates for that. And I heard too. There's a, I always forget his name. Uh, is it David Burns, the guy from the Talking Heads? I don't know if you, yeah, I, I know the band, but I don't know. The yeah, band. he's a very intelligent, almost crazy mind. You know, and he he wrote this book, and uh, how music works. If any musicians out there want to check that out, it's a pretty cool read. And he says at one point, like, seeing a live show is so odd because that's how music started. Nothing was ever really recorded. And, you know, you, if a party wanted music, you had to hire a band to come and play. That's yeah. it. That's all. And they said at first that was the only way to listen. Then you were able to record it. And now you listen to it differently. And there's different parts when you record, like the, the double track, the double vocals. But then it seems like when you go see something live, even though that double track is in there, if you know it well enough... It's still there, right? So it's like if you'll you'll work it in with the, yeah. Like, oh, you'll fill in the blanks. And I've I've heard like uh, the David Byrne. David Byrne, yeah, and he has this cool book. Uh, how I think how music works. And it's um and like for instance, I, I mean my fire in the, the, the hole. Yeah, it's a bit it's delayed on that. That was delayed because of the mic placements, not because <laughs> I uh, missed out on it. No such thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what the book's called. It's called How Music Works. How Music Works. Yeah, yeah pretty cool read. It's. A, it's a bit textbook-like sometimes, but it's, uh, it's just him and these random thoughts of how music works. It's pretty cool. Well, with live bands, uh, especially, I mean, I've always been into metal. Not always, but I've been into metal for over 20 years and all kinds of different metal. And um, just like when you're into any kind of very specific kind of music, people assume that you'll just listen to any metal. Mm -hmm. But, of course, that's not true. Uh, if you listen to country, you probably don't listen to all the country. Right. Some of it well, sucks. Of course, of course. But people that are not in the know just don't know the difference, right? Because metal isn't, you know, there's not just one type of metal. Like blues, there's different types of blues. There's just there's so many iterations. Blues, there's yeah. southern blues or Chicago. Same thing with metal and any kind of music. And there's the bands that are extremely tight in the studio. Live, they're, it's, yeah. it's, it's like garbage. Then there's the guys 
that are good in studio and they are immaculate live. Yeah. Like Tool, for instance. Yeah. yeah. They sound exactly like in the studio, but with a bit of a live a live component yeah. added to it. Yeah. But there's no feeling of it being a, uh, like the mics being bad or not. Like everything is super tight. Yeah. Polished. Yeah, it's, Polished. Uh, it's quite an art to play live. And I, again, I think that's becoming a bit of a lost yeah. thing with, uh, sing like singles are almost popular again, where, you know, before it was albums. So you had hmm. to, you know, you had to make sure the whole thing was good or else right. nobody would buy it. Where now you can just, and buy a good it album was like, if it had three good tracks on it, it was a good album. Yeah. Yeah, and now and the lip syncing too. Like it used to be, like ten years ago, somebody got caught lip syncing, and you're like, "Oh, oh you're yeah, done." Yeah, that's you know. True. Or they released uh, Millie Vanilli, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's but like now you're, every you're a total every fake. top every top standard, uh, it's all the top forty people not only have ghostwriters, oh yeah, and backup vocalists and auto tuning. They like they're not even ashamed to admit it. Even yeah. rappers well, have they're, they're not even singing like in their live performance. It's all playback. It's, it's the CD yeah. playing. It's yeah. all playback, yeah. And there's yeah. a bunch of uh, videos or... that came out. Like I remember there was one that was like Britney Spears, her act, the feed from her actual microphone on stage. And it was, as she's dancing, it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> and it was like... Of course. And, and it was horrible. Of course, that, you can't people sing at like home that couldn't see Richard's dance there. <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank I, I'm impressed you got that big snake too because you know, she wore that snake. That's lot. right. Yeah, well, very yeah. good. He puts a lot of work into his <laughs> yeah, impression. That's a great person. Who prepared for that bit? But yeah, I mean, all of those like running up the stairs, <laughs> elaborate dance routine, pop singers. There's got to be playback because there's just no way. <coughs> excuse me, they can keep up that pace. Except you for, can't be you doing know, like uh, except for the pop. You know, was he like? I mean, just a think of M the MJ was pretty even more spectacular when you think about. It. He was really kind of singing a lot of those songs while doing those moves. Yeah, he yeah, was, but he yeah. wasn't doing aerobics. Like he had his moves down and his yeah. dance, but his backup dancers were doing like the somersaults. And yeah, shit. exactly. He yeah. was just yeah. popping and locking and doing yeah. his like moonwalk here. Yeah. And he had yeah, his just little the lean, the lean, yeah, the, you yeah. know the the easy stuff. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, if you just think about like your standard aerobics instructor at a gym, mm. who's just talking. Yeah. Okay, guys. Yeah, we're gonna do eight of four, eight of five, <laughs> six. Yeah, yeah. you know, just yeah. you can hear them like like you know that's gotta be going on on stage yeah. too. So now it's all just playback. It's, it's tough. Yeah. But I mean, but it's I, standard now. It's like this unapologetic at this point. Yeah, it nobody, used to be it's like part of the norm. Oh, I think nobody like gives a career in yeah. No, yeah. it used to be a career. Yeah, I mean, if you walked into a band and could not sing, they would have been like, "What are you doing here?" Oh, yeah, yeah, but I got this look and I've got this whole vibe. Like, that's great. But like, yeah. dude, we need an in a musician. We need someone who can play their throat yeah, or the, their vocal the, cords. The talent that you have is what's the sex appeal, in my opinion. And that's all over rock and roll. I mean, a you, bunch of ugly guys. With you don't have to look too far to see uh, sex symbols in rock and roll yeah. who really aren't sex symbols, according mm. to Rod Stewart. You know, Rod Stewart, Mick Jagger, yeah. uh, Keith Richards, Janis Joplin. Like, not, not lookers. No, but there's something really appealing about them because just when they do their thing on there, that's they're you're, showing you their you're, soul. You're, you're captivated. Just, yeah. yeah, you want in. At By that I standard, do. you're a sexy motherfucker, sir. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Sonia. Should I, should I leave? Should I leave? Yeah. Get out of here. We need some yeah. alone time. You need time. the room? Way, way to say yes, Sonia. <laughs> Afternoon delights. <laughs> Find my baby gonna hold her tight. See, we'll put some auto-tune on that. It's gonna sound fantastic. Gonna sound we'll put it in, in post. No yeah. <laughs> At the same time, you know, uh, I, 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 can't, I don't want to be too harsh on this auto-tune stuff either because 
I realize there's a whole generation of these musicians that just don't know any better, right? Or yeah. to them, it's just a natural technological yeah. next step. And I'm guessing the same argument was going on when everything went electric with the acoustic guys. Were sure. like, yeah, yeah. they're kind of cheating, man, because I can play that loud. You yeah, know, I don't need no, uh, you know, electrical. Yeah, I don't have a problem gadgets. with with auto tune or even lip syncing. It's just if you're being disingenuous. Yeah. Right. If you're pretending yeah. to do something. And then it's it's really just smoke and mirrors. Like I feel deceived. Yeah. If you know that it's you know that you're listening to an electronic would interpretation, you, would you be interested to see, knowing all that, say all of a sudden the band like the Beatles? Yeah. No, none of them actually play any of their instruments. Would you still want to go see them play? I, I think I might be less interested listening yeah. to them live. Yeah. Uh, but the music itself, I'd probably be, you know, I'd be almost... Who's playing as, it? As, Like, what did you likely. rather see? Because someone's playing it. Yeah. If they're just lip syncing, like Millie Vanilli was a good example. Well, actually, guess, when they were exposed, there was a huge, huge demand yeah. to see the, the, the original session musicians or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know if they ever did. They tried. They tried to launch an album and no one gave a shit. Um, yeah. Afterwards, because wow. the whole the whole thing had just kind of been a big. It needs to be a marriage of the two, you know. It yeah. Needs to be the musical talent and the persona. Yeah. Without I, the persona, the I music sort of talent. I get is, the uh, like. I can get the maybe seeing, like Madonna say live, who's obviously burnt out and carved out this ridiculously successful career. Yeah. And knowing that, wait a second, Madonna also puts on a show. Yeah, so she's, she's a hard. I could lady. I could respect her maybe lip syncing, yeah, because I know she's doing something really visually cool to watch. But that's she's multidimensional that way, right? But I don't know if I'd want to see like Billy Vanilli, who wasn't, <laughs> you know, right? Even though they're, I mean, they were the persona without the music, yeah. But at least with Madonna, you know that she went into studio, yes, and she was, did that shit yeah. without doing the aerobics, yeah. And then she's live lip syncing to what she did in the studio yeah. while doing the aerobics, yeah. Now putting like, her legs behind her head and stuff, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was a great tour. <laughs> <laughs> the legs behind her head tour, uh, yeah. I yeah. I went to Madonna's every show. pretzel pretzel tour. <laughs> well, you, uh, the, uh, the pretzel tour, <laughs> <laughs> like a pretzel, like a, the salty the pretzel, pretzel tour, salted for the very first time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well you know even at her most uh, annoying madonna could never be accused of n not delivering the goods in terms right. of Seriously. singing and dancing right. and producing even phenomenon even yeah. when her music sucked started yeah. sucking and being generic um she's still, she's, she's the, one of the last like full total yeah, package i think so and artists uh, don't and jinx it man we lost so many artists this this year Oh yeah. man, let's not lose Madonna too. Knock on wood. Yeah, well, you know they didn't exactly live uh, exemplary lives in terms of uh, health. You know they, yeah. they. I mean, not that they deserve to die, but yeah. uh, uh, what happened to Bowie really sucks. But all these people kind of lived yeah. hard. Yeah, and did a lot of damage to themselves for for many years hmm. before yeah. you know cleaning up and kind of shout out to Bowie. Shout out to oh, Bowie, man. man. All of them. Can't yeah. believe phenomenon. freaking gone. We just picked up, uh, it was uh, Sonia's birthday, the beginning of May, and uh, her daughter uh, picked up uh, Blackstar, because we've been looking okay. for it, but on vinyl. Okay. I haven't listened to and, that album uh, yet. It's really good. Is it? Like, have you heard any of this, like, you heard the song or whatever that... Yeah, yeah, like headlining out. song, yeah. Like super kind of creepy-ish and like really so it was his goodbye. heavy. Like he knew this was coming. Yeah, but yeah. the album, I don't feel has that 
feeling like i was a bit worried like i heard the song and watched the video and couldn't yeah. really listen to it or watch it again and then listening to it a bit removed uh-huh. it doesn't have that same like finality to it yeah it just seems like another genius which it is album from him album but i mean we sat there we loved it like really surprisingly it wasn't as wasn't like a downer yeah i thought is okay, it true the album video. album cover changes color in the sun I'll have I to think give it someone a try. discovered it. There was an Easter oh. egg, and that the album cover actually changes colors in the direct sunlight. It goes, well, it goes white or something. Yeah. The album covers uh, is cut into a like it's all black, mm-hmm. and it's like cut into a star, so that you see the like well, we got it on vinyl. So maybe the CD is different, but the vinyl is in this clear plastic like almost case behind it. And the vinyl, there's no color on it either. Usually in the middle, it has something. It's all black. Okay. So when you look at it, it looks like black on shiny black, and it's just the album. But maybe that, because it's weird. It comes in this, usually it's that paper yeah. thing. Yeah, it comes envelope, in, but it comes yeah. in like this clear, Protective, hard huh? plastic. So maybe it I feel like I, I, I read something that somebody Ooh. somebody figured out that it, it actually did that, and that was like magical, and obviously yeah. Bowie's like... Don't put your vinyl in the sun, though. Just put the not cover a good, yeah. not a good put thing the, uh, in a hot car. It's because <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't do that. Because the whole, even like the book inside, like everything's black written on black. It's quite spectacular. Uh-huh. So like all the lyrics and everything is like this shiny. Actually, almost looks like vinyl that's on the black paper. Uh-huh. So to see it, you have to kind of like oh, you have to reflect you have the to light get off it of reflected. it. Reflected, yeah. Nice. And then there's these awesome wow. colored pictures of Bowie, and then like there's all these like things floating around them that you don't really notice. Unless you've maybe had one too many, and then what a what a what a what a great guy. I mean, I never really cared for his music. Yeah, I really never connected with it. There were, of course, a couple of the uh, you know hits that I knew yeah. and enjoyed, but I, his weirdness was it was too weird for me. Always was, even as an yeah. actor. Yeah. Um, but creepy a little sometimes too. Yeah. <laughs> like just as I don't know. He's but like I, an alien. I never like disliked him. Yeah. Well, especially if you see the man who fell to earth. Yeah. Yeah. He is super, super bizarre. Yeah. Well, I think Ziggy, Ziggy Stardust. And, well, that's other, the other thing we got for, Lena got for Sonia for her birthday was Labyrinth. And we just watched oh, yeah. it the other day. And even in that, he's got this. Yeah. <laughs> of course, he's got a huge bulge, which is weird. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know that part? What? Did you, have you seen Labyrinth? It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay, do you remember that he's always playing with that with the ball, crystal yeah, the, ball, the contact juggling? Yeah, which that wasn't him, though. No. no, that's actually, but that was Richard. You that know, was me. You know what it was though? It wasn't like uh, cut shots. No, it was a guy. The guy him is with actually the arms. behind him. Yeah. yeah, and the guy who does it is one of the like first. It's a, not Terry, but it's something. Motion is his name, okay. and I'm actually a. You you maybe know this, but I'm into obviously juggling and and yeah. contact juggling. You used to be into it too, Richard. Yeah, oh, I, yeah I, I've got some contact juggling balls. What? Yeah. yeah. Where are they? Huge balls. Uh, they're they're at work. Oh. That's, uh, that's where he contact juggles. That's where he yeah. yeah. As mex for stress relief. mex Contact stating? Contact stating? Contact Contexting. Contexting. There we go. Yeah, he, There's something there. It's kind of we'll work San Diego. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop it. Do you, do you start contact um, juggling just before you uh, you solve a huge problem at work? Is yes, that a thing? That's right. Where like I go into like a trance and then I just you uh, contact juggle for real. Why aren't? Yeah, 
Yeah, a little bit. A little, I mean, I'm not on. I'm you sure, sure I'm not on your level. I can leave, guys. But. I can really. I can get. You can. Yeah. You, you, you can have the room. Contact juggling. It's when I first met bad. him, he he used to just like while you talked to him, he'd like have the little mm-hmm. crystal ball and just. And I was like, oh okay. <laughs> the please magical. Be, I was like, ball. I really like you, Richard. I, I didn't know much at the time. I'm like, please don't be. I was like, please don't have any devil sticks. I was just looking around his house. Yeah. <laughs> please, no devil sticks or your unicycle, please. Wow. Please. Great. Because that's such a Quebec like yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. No, I used yeah. to I used to practice at work all the time and obviously still do. Did you ever like use the like, you know, crystal see through porcelain sort of ones? Or was yeah. it all, yeah, I have I have one that's a the the crystal ball <clears throat> kind of looking one and I have yes. a black one as well. What? And I've been is trying to, a, I've been trying to do a, two at the same time. You can do two at the same time? Well, kind of. I, dro- <clears throat> I drop them sometimes. But. Oh, yeah. Is the black one the uh, porcelain, too, or is it like It's a... the same material. It's just... It's just a... Nerds. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely. I don't know. Oh, I'm magical. just jealous. <laughs> yeah. It's magical. Well, that's, I was and part of it was labyrinth that, that yes, got me into exactly. it. Magical sure. would be the word. Yeah. yeah it's magical. It is. Yeah. It's and then really YouTube a... as well. YouTube it's... got me into it. Yeah. I never, like, juggled juggled. I only did like the contact juggling. Stuff, oh, okay, you know? but that's I don't know. It's, I, it is magical. Yeah, it's a, there's something cool about it, and it's it's once you understand how it works, it's really it's it's kind of an illusion. But it almost but, it but almost it mystifies feels, people. Yeah, except yeah. for it doesn't mystify the guy doing it. Yeah, which kind of sucks because it almost loses the magic for the person. So little, I mean, it's a complete. It's magical a little too close yeah. to miming for me. That's. I think maybe that's why I never. Uh, I think tried. it takes a little bit more. I'm just fucking with you guys. I'm trying to. I'm just fucking miming. with you guys. I, I, it's, it's I really remember. Cool. It's I really remember cool. my, my brother Mark. Did I hear non-contactor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, non-contactor. <laughs> Actually, fuck your shit. You, you haven't know, made whoa, contact, whoa. Jason. Why, why don't you get the fuck out? <laughs> I'll teach you how to do it. You'll be hooked. I was trying to contact juggling with these mic with microphones. They are yeah. kind of the yeah. That's kind of a thing. I always love the. Uh, uh, so are they are they like this size? Are no, they the bigger ones the, or are they the small the pool smaller, ball ones? The pool ball. Size, okay, because yeah. those Just are cool too, where you bigger. can do two in one hand with yeah. the floating and totally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm my just, God, we, we've out geeked you. I'm just holding back on the, you know, playing with balls and all that. <laughs> just yeah. What's well, holding can, back at all the material? Two at once, you can do it two one at time once. in one yeah. hand. You one can, hand. You can, yeah, yeah, it's a useful skill. It is. My brother got if into it. Uh, my brother Mark. Would, I don't think you've met him, but no. uh, he got into it uh, at a certain point, and then I so we started like watching YouTube videos, and I was like, "Wow, this is amazing that yeah. you can do this thing." You know? Yeah, I, I so thought I was, I was like, good yeah. until you watched a YouTube video. Oh, holy shit! Like, like, there's some people who can do some like crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, YouTube has, has has inspired as many people as it's discouraged. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's raised They're more like, questions I'm gonna get than into answers. Core. <laughs> That kid is eight years old. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. Well, that's the worst. It's put a lot of people in the hospital. <laughs> you go to do like some kind of contact juggling tutorial, and it's like this twelve-year-old kid. Yeah, like little oh, Indian kid. Like no, I am, I am Rupert, and I will do a contact. Yeah, <laughs> every You're time. A magical yeah. person. Yeah. Every time when I when I look up videos for uh, like deeper mm-hmm. editing tool functions on my editing software. It was always some ten-year-old kid from yeah. Thailand. Yeah, he's just sitting it was, there. He wasn't a prince, was he? No, no. it could have been a <laughs> nice callback. Well done. <laughs> no, but it was always some little kid would be like, "Okay, so you want to create a uh, three-dimensional effect?" And you're like, "I'm like, what the? F- Amazing. What? How? He he does he can't even like sit properly in the chair. He's mm-hmm. just sitting there like a kid, and he's just yeah. moving your mouse around, and he knows Final Cut, and he could take my job tomorrow. You know." And then if it's ever photography, then it's always like a guy from New Zealand. It's always New Zealanders and Australians hmm. giving you photo- photography it's tips. It's true, yeah. There's Isn't a lot of tutorials. 
from yeah. that region. It's it's I don't know it's if that's just a big thing over there, but a photogenic place maybe possibly the second uh, you're like cut off from the rest of the world so they just they're on youtube all the time that's what <laughs> it is to make their that's what it is yeah down under yeah <laughs> so contact juggling guys if anybody wants to look at contact juggling they should probably check out i think his name is motion the guy who did the david bowie thing he's like the originator of it it's, it's i don't know wild, I, can, I can look it up he did this crazy juggling thing too actually where uh most people will you know, juggle three balls, throwing them up in the air. Yeah. He had, like, bouncing rubber balls, I guess. And he was in this triangle. So, like, picture this, I don't know, like 20 a foot wooden, almost like a what you would use to rack up a pool, uh, the pool balls with. Uh-huh. Something like that, but gigantic, like you'd fit in it. Okay. And he, instead of throwing the balls up, he was just bouncing them off all the angles right right and right. he was almost keeping a beat like i think he was making a rhythmic like and it was just like With like squash balls crazy. or whatever oh my yeah exactly and he just those people man with the with the motor with that like supreme motor coordination and yeah. just like they're complete oh, completely aware apparently of not only the space around them but the gravity and everything the, it's fuckers. you do Oh, his name is Michael Motion. Michael Motion. But it's That's not it. Motion like M-O-T-I-O-N. No, it's... It's M-O-S-C-H-E-N. Yeah, it just happens to be a perfect... There's a bunch of pictures of him behind David Bowie. There you like, go. With his arms through the... Yeah. Thing. Through his, like, armpits. <laughs> there's there's some great, I think... <laughs> there he is. Oh, he's so young there, too. Yeah. Uh, Michael, that is. That's what I always loved about That's his funny. name was you thought it was like a made-up... You know, I do contact juggling motion, motion, but no, his name was M O S C H E N. If he was here, I'd be like H E N. Yeah, if that's, he were, that's if he, so weird that that would happen. That your yeah. name is motion, and yeah. if he were here, I'd be like, so what was it up? What was it like grinding against David Bowie's ass for like an entire film shoot? Maybe, maybe that's why Bowie <laughs> did he smell had like such cinnamon a, and popcorn? Maybe that's why he had magic bulge the whole time yeah. throughout the movie. What's that? Maybe that's why Bowie had such a big bulge throughout the whole movie. Yeah, that's where his oh, other head was. Maybe. That's where his other head yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. Oh. He was doing some contact <laughs> juggling of his own. Oh, he could fit two balls in one hand. <laughs> the sweetest motion of them all. The Come on, he's dead. The Come on. <laughs> he's loving it. Yeah. That's up his alley. I don't but know. Is that's he, a he must have been a humorous guy. Oh, for sure. That's it. You know, honestly, uh, to me, David Bowie, the greatest thing I've ever seen, seen him do was that little cameo on extras um, with uh, oh, Ricky yeah. Gervais? Oh, oh yes. The you know, doesn't uh, he like totally disregard little Rick loser, <laughs> little <laughs> fat man <laughs> has no has no friends now, <laughs> gets can't get work now, little fat man. Like and as soon just, as he starts singing, <laughs> you know it's Bowie too, right? He yeah, just, it's weird how he gets into that. Uh, and oh, it's I forgot the, about the interplay check, between there's them. There's so much stuff to check out after this podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> at first he's just trying to be uh, Bowie. If I remember correctly, he's all like, oh, "Well, what happened to you?" You know, like he's super <laughs> interested, and Ricky Gervais just starts explaining it and he thinks, he thinks way. someone's someone's actually interested and he's like well you know it's just my, my life and and he's just like nodding really like thoughtfully and it's just like little fat man like in the middle of what he's saying <laughs> no that's not right <laughs> little fat man and, just, and the whole, by the end everyone in the club is like singing along yeah. <laughs> oh Ricky Gervais is so brilliant too eh yeah, he's pretty good. I he's like pretty that. good. He's a bit. There's something odd about him. There's something I don't like about him. Uh, something weird. I think that I can't place. I think that's part of his shtick. Yeah, but even when I've seen him just speak as himself. Oh, okay. 
he's got a weird he's just got a weird smile like, yeah i don't know if i don't know what it is it's there's something about him that's off british but maybe <laughs> i don't know his laugh seems forced yeah that's that's my thing i i'm very sensitive to forced laughter yeah he's got when this people high are like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, like oh. okay. Now I'm scared to laugh just in case it's not. Nah, nah, nah. like ge- it's... genuine laughter. I'm like, yeah. is is one of the most magical things ever. Universal but, uh, language. Yeah, but when someone has but a forced very laugh. forced laughter, yeah. But there's some people who you know may laugh naturally, but it seems forced. Right. It just they can't help it. Yeah. But I, I guess maybe it could also be just that uh, all of his a lot of his material is being phony and yeah. and, and facetious or just yeah. being like an idiot. So maybe that's actually rubbed off and to like it's crossed over and I can't take him seriously. Little fat man. Little fat man. <laughs> yeah, we got to know Little him in the office. Man. Like anyone who's watched the UK oh, it's original brilliant. office. Yeah. I mean it's great. Oh yeah. But unlike the US version, his his character is not likable at all no Whereas no you watch you, michael scott in the u.s yeah. version and you're like oh yeah. little teddy bear yeah. i want to give him. you a hug jarvis you're almost like get away he's so good at making you feel uncomfortable like yeah it's just, but everything it's uncom- he does is like oh, come on man just don't say that you're, stop Stop. But it's uncomfortable, like the hairs in the back of your neck go up <laughs> yes. because, like, he's such a douche. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. opposed to Michael Scott, who is just so clueless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, well, he's harmless. well-meaning. Michael Scott's harmless, but it's equally hard to watch, but yeah. in an endearing way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally turned off an episode of of uh, the American Office one time because I couldn't deal deal with how awkward it was. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes. happened to me so many times. It's I'm trying horrible. to fall asleep. I'm or I'm watching the the show. Yeah. It's like I can't do. I can't yeah. do this. Like the the one ep- episode, that, but. I mean, I've I've muscled through most of them, but the one where he uh, he forgot that he you know he gets excited, Michael Scott, and sometimes he'll just do things and not think it through. I know because he's so excited to be friends or that people are excited, yeah. and he promised to put an entire class of black kids through college. Oh my god, <laughs> I think I turned that one off too. <laughs> this already is making me uncomfortable. Just and he starts about it. getting a phone calls from the school. There's like you know uh, Scott's tots. Because that's the name of the team, right? Oh, Scott's thoughts are graduating, and it's time for. And he's like, I, 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 he doesn't know how to tell them that he can't afford it. And he's just sitting there in the front, and they're all in the t-shirts, and they're doing like uh, step like numbers for him, you know? Because they're like, Mister Scott, you gave us a future. One, two, three, a future, a future. We've got a future, and you just see him like. Is he's smiling, but you yeah. see he's trying. He's about to cry, <laughs> and he's trying to sort of tell everybody that he he doesn't can't have the do money. It. I was like, I can't watch. The, I can't actually watch this all thing through. That's that's great. It's too painful. <laughs> it's a that's an interesting <coughs> something I've never really seen before until, like I think Andy Kaufman maybe was also very good at that discomfort uh, artist yeah yeah and i i don't know many of them and my uh jeremy my bass player was bringing this up the other day where he was talking about he asked me if i'd seen andy kaufman on the dave letterman talk show before it was a nighttime show so he used to do this like talk show variety show yeah and he had andy kaufman on but it was when andy kaufman was sick or was he, you know? and No one knew, right? Yeah, but it, you know, he was full out saying, yeah, I have cancer, this and that. He was very method, so you yeah. couldn't really, it could have been an experiment. You're not sure, and he's on the show, and he starts, like, saying, look, I can't get any work anymore after the comments I made about, you know, wrestling women, 
and uh, you know I got punched in the face by Jerry the King Lawler because and that was all a ruse too right it was all a work uh, but he was playing it up like I've got no work and by the way I'm sick like I'm dying and I don't know what to do I can't afford treatments and slowly the crowd's laughing you know ha ha yeah yeah it's Kaufman and he doesn't stop talking about how sick and how dead he's going to be and the crowd starts to get really quiet and he said like you know could you guys donate some money and so woo and somebody came up with a dollar and he's like you know i think he actually said thank you very much which is thank you very much you know how he yes, used to do on it, taxi but he did, he actually just said thank you because so everyone started laughing again and he's like i don't know why you people are laughing i really need money because <coughs> and he starts caught that wasn't that was a fake cough because he started coughing uh-huh. and then like the crowd kind of went uh, oh and then he went on this crazy coughing fit and the crowd was laughing, but and he kept saying, "Why are you laughing? I'm really sick." Jesus, he's a genius. Yeah, and yeah. Dave Letterman sitting there like, you like know, he stumped Letterman. He was like, "What's happening here?" Either way, if whether he's sick or not, he he's working the crowd. Yes, somehow, yeah. and it's that uncomfortable. Like I could barely watch it because, and then you're sitting here saying he's a genius. Yeah, and but who knows with him? Like you still half expect him one day just to show up and. Here he is. Yeah, it's a social you know. experiment that he's yeah, doing. Yeah, I was just wondering for his own amusement. Go. Yeah, and he didn't, he didn't care about anybody else. It was for life was a joke. It seemed like for him, but he was so good at making people uncomfortable. That's such yeah. an important. Th- those people are so important to society. Yeah, those. I think so. I mean, but, I don't know what the thought of Andy Kaufman was in general. Did people like him or loathe him? I think both, but nobody was yeah. indifferent. Really. Yeah, in that time, you, he you was very polarizing, him. and I think that's all he wanted. He was like this kid that wanted attention and never got over that phase of wanting yeah. attention. But he just took it to the next level as he got older, you know? Yeah. I, I certainly never liked his stuff, but that's because I think there's a very 70s thing to what he was yeah. doing. Because mm-hmm. the, this was still an era where people were trying to hold on to the conservative values of the 60s. They're yeah. still trying to like maintain a veneer over things but then there was free love and there was all this other stuff going on and crime was out of control in many of the major cities new york was a fucking cesspool right at this time um so in that i think i feel like when i watch stuff i feel like i'm i'm missing part of the yeah that's it equation Mm -hmm. yeah but i know it's brilliant the same with bowie like i never really got into his albums i never got into his style of music especially in the 90s when he started to get weird and yeah uh quote unquote but i always knew it was brilliant yeah well such a long career too i like yeah they're just just, they're just these people that you like you see them you're like what you're doing is important i acknowledge its brilliance you deserve all the accolades that you get it's not your thing i just i don't connect with it but i but as a credit to your genius yeah even as someone who doesn't like your music i still see yeah. that you're special yeah yeah yeah. i feel like that about david lynch i feel about like that about a lot of these big names that everybody that, that i just didn't connect with there yeah. you know but it feels like people feel like they have to love or pretend that they love something even if they don't understand they do, yeah which like how everyone was suddenly a, a diehard prince fan even though <laughs> he hasn't put out a track that anyone could sing along to in the last 20 years yeah and all uh-huh. those albums nobody knows a single one awesome. of his fucking songs and they're hard to find because he was also very good like almost metallica wise in terms of it's hard to find stuff on him online well it had to be because uh he he got a really raw deal uh yeah. he was uh he was pretty much a pioneer in the um owning he wanted to own his music really badly in a time okay. where that was not even not a concept fun. 
So this is at the height of record company power where you just did what they fucking told you. Bastards. And then they throw yeah. you a couple of scraps when they were done with you. you yeah. know? And Prince just, just ins- kept insisting and kept insisting. And that cost him millions of dollars. He, he could have easily been a billionaire. Yeah. But he kept turning down and he just, to the end of his life, his main income were, were his live shows. All his albums were self-released. Am that's I why he stopped using that? his name for a while. Well, I was going to say, mm-hmm. I, in terms of what you're talking about there, is that not why he actually dropped Prince? And yes. With that, like, it was pretty, like, everyone thought, hey, he's nuts. It was a protest. But, yeah, it was like, oh, well, right. listen, yeah, yeah, I, I want to make my own albums, anything I want to do. But he couldn't because under the Prince name, he, he had owed. to do this. Yeah. So he totally... They wouldn't give him his masters. He even showed up in, like, court with the word slave, like etched yeah. on his face oh, yeah yeah, yeah yeah and this is a battle that was not understood because he was having the battle that a lot of artists would benefit from later but yeah we mm-hmm. we thought radiohead and those guys were the first ones to break yeah. the mold yeah, yeah it was him. but prince paved the way for artists he was way ahead of his time owning yeah. their shit and it was just a really simple thought like what do you mean i can't own my music i wrote yeah, it's this mine i wrote this fucking music yeah. I've been writing music since I was 17 years old. How yeah. can I not own my music? So he's a very interesting guy. But again, um, apart from Purple Rain and some of his other hits, like I was never into his yeah. uh, Motown or his uh, jazz stuff. He did some really cool funk records that are just funk so difficult to find, mm-hmm. too. Which uh, Yeah. They defy understanding. And yeah. also, like you can't dance to any of it because it's all like... Yeah, some of it's a bit busy. Yeah. Even got in trouble. from the music, like he cultivated this mystique that I think is oh, very rare, right? He's got a really interesting character. Like he's apparently very clean in terms of like he doesn't touch like he's alcohol a neat freak or, and uh, oh. drugs and those things, at least in his later years. And even like I saw this old clip of him where he was on, uh, I think, Arsenio Hall, believe it or not. And they were talking to him. He seems odd. But he, they were talking about, yeah, we used to go to these parties together. Apparently, they're really good buddies. Yeah. And they were talking about, like, of course, yeah, we were all, you know, doing this, this, and this. Of course, everybody but Prince. And you could just see Prince, like, already uncomfortable. Like, and Arsenio Hall is like, we really still don't know why you'd ever come to any of these parties because everybody was doing all this kinds of stuff. And he didn't like being involved. No, he was, he was in very that devout stuff. Uh, Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's very Witness devout. as well. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because all the, you know, a lot of the stuff he. My mom actually was a huge. That's why I'm a big Prince fan. I used to play Prince all the time. And uh, when he when he died, she wrote something that kind of I think shocked people. Where she wrote, "Prince did so much for women. I will miss this guy tremendously." And a lot of people think Prince. You know, you see his videos for uh, when he was doing the I think the Diamonds and Pearls album. There, the song Cream, and uh, yeah. you know, and in the video, he's like he's sandwiched between two chicks, and it looks like one of them's doing him, and he's doing like. But it's true because he had Sheila E, Sheena E, and all these girls he'd put up to the forefront in his band. And I think his most current band before he died, he was the only guy in it. Yeah, he had these muses, mm-hmm. and he, yeah. he, he, yeah, no, he very much, uh, yeah, he respected women. Yeah. And, yeah, and he was very open sexually too, right? Yeah, and like a, a very much against like stereotypes. Yeah, and I think he was a guy who just loved, and it, it seemed, everybody constantly. Yeah, it yeah. seemed like a. Yeah, like gender fluid b- before yeah. his time, yeah. too, right? Yeah. Like even Which if you look at the symbol that he re- replaced his name with, it, it's kind of a mix I of the male. I think it had male, almost both of them in it. It's like yeah. the male and female symbols uh-huh. together. Yeah. He's always trying to time. transcend uh, yeah. these, these what he thought were kind of maybe restrictive boundaries. 
yeah. to just being whatever he wanted to be. Yeah. yeah. And I guess I think that's what made him great. Well, I mean, when uh, you have Stevie Wonder saying, you know, if Michael was the Prince of Pop, then Prince was the Emperor. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that shits on my tombstone. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's that's <laughs> serious. That's Stevie good. Wonder, you know, yeah. says that shit about you. And they're lighting up the Eiffel Tower and the pyramids and everywhere in purple, you know. Yeah, like that's uh, clearly he meant something. Saw yeah. this cool thing. Uh, maybe our little final thought or whatever. But I saw this cool thing on uh, the dreaded Facebook there. But <laughs> it was this picture of uh, so you had Elvis, you had Prince, you had Freddie Mercury, and you had uh, David Bowie. So it said, you know, dedicated to the King, the Prince, the Queen, the Duke. And the last picture, you'll love this. The last picture was, and don't forget the Joker. Oh, nice. Lemmy with his bass like a shotgun. Yeah, which yeah was I a, saw that too. People like, oh, that, that's cool. But not a lot of people knew that that was also, obviously, you'll know, a big line in one of his songs. And don't forget, the, probably like don't this, for, right? Don't forget the Joker. And he like kind of <laughs> screams super like dead voice. But I just thought that was brilliant. That's a know? great, great bit. Great bit. Yeah. Right along with that meme of uh, Lemmy laughing and like he's in the middle of a laugh. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it says something like, uh, it's like a message to Al-Qaeda or ISIS or something. Oh, yeah. I saw that. He's like, uh, you know, <clears throat> something like, pack it up, boys. There's no more virgins left in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I'll be like laughing. <laughs> the music business runs like this. You'll have a manager, you'll have a, an attorney, you'll have a, um, various record company people everybody's taking a cut of everything that you do so when you're in the fold when you're in the club and everybody's getting a piece of everything your tour your publishing um, any endorsements when they're getting a piece of all of that you will have hit records the moment you step away from that and you want to uh, in fact uh, take control of your own life <laughs> um, your own experience uh, then uh, you'll find um, you're not hot anymore. I don't want to wait <laughs> for our lives to be over. Dawson's Creek? Yep. <laughs> Good is, it, is it bad that I associate that song with that nope. fantastic show? Fantastic show. Are I just you, start singing that anytime that? somebody gets overly emotional with me. What happened at the end of that? Did Dawson get back with uh, What's Her Toes? Was Dawson an actual character? Yeah. I think oh, so. it's a play on words. It was his creek. It was yeah. his creek. It was his oh. creek. It was definitely his creek. <laughs> Katie Holmes was in that, no? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was the blonde Jason guy. Jason Vanderbeek. Was yeah, Vanderbeek. James Van Vanderbeek. Van yes. James Vanderbeek. Or Jason Vanderbeek. I don't know. Either. Vanderbeek is definitely it. With the face, because that's a very popular meme. The crying yeah. the crying face that he made. Yeah. The smolder. Yeah. The smolder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he so, was always after Katie Holmes, I believe. And, uh, that's very possible. But uh, no, that was not my not my thing. I don't want to wait. You seem to know the song. I just kept well. hearing it in the commercials, <laughs> right? On the next episode. I don't want to wait for our lives to now, be Now, who sang that song again? I don't know. Some uh, one-hit radio wonder. Could it be Paula Cole? Paula Cole? Probably. It sounds like Is a Wikipedia situation. Well, we, we've got... Uh, I can look it up. We've got uh, our tech on it over here. I'm just going to Google Dawson's <laughs> Creek song. <laughs> While so, he's Googling that, yes, go, I wanted go. to tell you guys something. Uh -huh. uh, I think I maybe actually told Richard, possibly, but I don't know. Paula Cole. Oh, my oh, God. Shit. <laughs> 500 points. Yes. You win. Uh, the you win the fire and the hole. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'm a married, win, happily married <laughs> man. I didn't, okay. <laughs> no, it's too late. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Sonia. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I wanted to let you guys know because you guys are always asking the questions and usually, you know, talking nice about the guests you have on your show. Uh, there was a two-week stretch. I think maybe you know how sick our family got just in terms of we, we had these, like, crazy throat viruses. and uh, it was bad. got the flu? Or? It, yeah, apparently it was nothing except for a, a major throat virus. And uh, if you go to the hospital, all they tell you really is just drink water. Like, right. there's, there's nothing for it. Like, if you had strep throat, we could give you something, which none of us had. Drink water and pray. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, cause drinking water when you have a bad throat, everybody knows, feels fantastic. Pray over the water. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got to be holy water. You um, go, do you believe in God? Yes. Yeah. This is the time. This is it. Uh, during that too. time, I obviously had a really hard time sleeping or whatever, and uh, I think every night I caught up on all the fire in the whole podcast. Wow. Oh, shit. Like almost every night. And uh, it was a very comforting. If anybody's really sick and can't sleep, I mean, it's not the only time you should listen to Fire in the Hole. <laughs> if you want to fall but asleep. It yeah. really. Uh, no, I never really fell asleep, honestly, but it just made. It was very comforting. Oh. I don't know if I. I feel like I well, I was kind of feverish, so I feel like I told one of you guys that. Yeah, no, you let us know. Yeah, I, you, I think you messaged us. And Maybe said that you listened to an episode. So you went yeah, deep. but I ended up it listening soothed to you into. Yeah, it sleep. really like <laughs> nice. made me super comfortable. I think with within an hour because I'd listened to them at like two or three in the morning, so I was already tired. Yeah, but I'd get through and like it almost kept me up a little bit because I was really interested. And there's just been some really awesome conversations on this show and uh, you guys have guests, a good know. way of making it seem i don't know how to describe it but it's very personal to listen to and you feel like you're part of the conversations that are happening yeah, one thanks, in man. particular i mean they were all great but one in particular i don't know if it was your dad oh yeah maybe but yeah, there was yeah. that one was the one he messaged me about was, was it yeah where you, dad, and you yeah. talked about the expos a little bit and yeah, yeah. man it just felt yeah. so i think your brother was also on i'm not yeah. sure yeah yeah who's strikingly Jan. very quiet on the podcast a, a lot like you actually which is un, unusual yeah. for him I, he I normally takes over the conversation but because yeah. my dad was there i think oh, he kind of okay. took a backseat also i think your dad if you understand correctly your dad has never really told these stories before right yeah, it was a, it was a totally new thing for us. Like, like you the, never heard. We'd never you heard. Your bro had never well, heard some that? of the some of the stories we'd heard before, but yeah. then other stories we hadn't heard at all. Yeah, like yeah. it was uh, really cool. The mic like opened him up. I don't know. Something happened to him. He yeah, just, there's something magical that happens around this table. I don't know yeah. what it is, yeah. but like it's all the it's with all the, the microphones balls, on. I guess. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe. <laughs> we got to call the emergency <laughs> rooms uh, in in the city and just tell them if anyone shows up with strep throat or. Throat related illnesses. <laughs> just 50 cc. Take take two of these podcasts. Fire in the hole. Call me in the morning. Call me in the morning. Yeah. And I really like, uh, anyway, I just want to let you guys know because you guys are so good at, and anyone who listens to podcasts know you guys are pretty good at building up the guests that are here and you make us feel pretty good. Great. And hopefully you guys feel good sometimes. But they, that's, yeah. uh, you know, when I was down and out, Fire in the Hole made me feel pretty good. So I want to let you guys know wow, that. Man. And, uh, Officially put it out on there so the people listening. It's probably the nicest it. thing anyone has said. Uh, we're, thank you and yeah. you're welcome. And uh, yeah. you know, I, it, in in for my part, I, it, it doesn't really take any effort. I just feel like we're we make good choices when it comes yeah. to uh, to guests, and um, I think we subconsciously just end up sitting down and creating a vibe, and then people yeah. join us. It's uh, every time. yeah, it's there, and uh, uh, there's this sort of. <laughs> stuff I can but can't talk about so I'll be kind of cryptic about it but uh, speaking of contact juggling I do actually 
sort of teach juggling and, and stuff like that at, uh, at my work when I'm there. We do this social circus thing and uh, we, have a, we have a blast. And uh, the guy I work with, we have this sort of theory that uh, one plus one is three. And I feel like on this podcast, you guys do that, meaning that you guys, you know, you're two people. But even if nobody was here, it'd be like a third person because you create this third energy. Interesting. And once that other person sees it, they're now part of it. And that's something I think you guys create. I mean, you're, you're, your guests are obviously devilishly handsome and really good. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's really because of what you guys create and this uh, thing I do at work, which hopefully will get expanded one day to <laughs> bigger and brighter things. That's sort of our thing because we dealt with, uh, you know, kids who are going through extremely hard times and oftentimes they're too cool to, you know, break that social, we're supposed to be badass kids. So there's no way you're going to catch me laughing and having a good time. So we'd set up all these amazing street art uh, tricks, i.e. juggling, skateboarding, hacky sack, playing uh, music, anything you can basically do on the street. Any, you know, we're bringing play back because play is, is kind of gone in, in, yeah. in lives, you know. And it's the ultimate therapy. It, it's brilliant. I mean, as we discussed last time, playing guitar for me really got me through this crazy head injury that I'm still kind of working out cobwebs with and this was our theory and oftentimes these kids you know they have so much going on in their heads they can't turn it off and oftentimes you'd see our session with maybe 15 20 of these kids who are all brilliant with these street arts but just to get them going is a struggle so instead of you know saying come on come on go for what are you doing get out we don't want to kick anybody out what's the point they're here to have a good time so oftentimes uh, my uh, partner hans is a brilliant uh <laughs> brilliant man i wish i had a partner named hans uh, well maybe you will we have to get him on the podcast one day I mean, you guys will have a blast i with could him, change honestly. my name if you really, if you're really serious about <laughs> it would you get insulted if i start talking with a fake german accent and be like hans i require your assistance uh Help me hans could you do a dutch accent because he's from he's uh, dutch damn it i don't know that one he's not uh, from dutch but he's dutch He's hmm. Dutch, okay. Because nobody's from Dutch. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I'll, yeah. I'll start work up on that Dutch. In fact, he gets confused by uh, when he first came to Canada and people say we were going out Dutch. He had no idea what that meant because apparently that doesn't really happen over there. Going Dutch? <laughs> yeah. So he's like, what is that? What about mean? Dutch ovens? What do you know oh, about Dutch? Dutch people don't split the check? I, well, <laughs> of course it doesn't mean anything to them. That yeah, that's course, exactly yeah. how expressions yeah, are. Not enough mm. for them to know what it means, I guess. Uh, okay. Uh, so I'm just saying what this, I mean, he, he's, uh, I've studied under him a lot and a lot of my philosophies, uh, that I thought I sort of had came from this guy, or at least he reinforced he, like formalized. Or? Yeah. He would, he was able to say, no, you're onto something cause studies show this. And he already had these formulated thoughts. Oh, you he's know? your Richard. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, sound check. All right. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> so one of the major things we would do when people were not into the circus session or the street art session we'd have is we realized, listen, one plus one is three. And uh, we would do, I mean, he's a world-class, uh, I'll say soccer player, but let's say footballer because that's what it uh -huh. is everywhere else. World-class, um, you're saying like he, he has he's Yeah, he, he probably, if he chose, could have been playing professionally football in my, well, I haven't seen him in his heyday. Um, but he, yeah, he played for, I think, the Vancouver uh, team before they became big and decided he wasn't his thing because it was just too much about competition and doing drills and running around cones. He's like, I just want to 
play football, man. <laughs> okay. Um, so, he, I mean, this guy can literally kick a soccer ball up in the air to himself without dropping it for maybe days on end if okay. he didn't have to sleep or whatever. You so know? he's got the skills. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, you want to talk about contact, juggling, and juggling. I mean, he does it all. Unicycle. That's, it's funny. That's kind of what that is. The the whole like b- ball dribbling thing. That's totally contact. Ba- basketball is a bit yeah, of a contact it, juggling thing too. It really is. And that, these are some skills that we would try to bring to the kids. Because not what was nice about this circus stuff was it's a different. It's not like basketball where you take the ball and you know your goal is to get this ball into that hoop. And if I miss it, it's bad. Mm. Juggling and contact juggling is all about. It's just these these weird like it's, it's gravity, very gravity play. Yeah, and it's very foreign. So you're almost expected to be dropping these things. And our biggest thing is if you don't drop it, you're, you're too comfortable. You're like, try stuff, man. It's yeah. okay. Like, who cares? It's it. not a game. If you drop the ball, you don't lose. So we'd start, we'd call these, um, uh, they're now called me-we circles. Because me-we, I don't know if you've ever heard that. That's a Muhammad Ali thing. Somebody asked Muhammad Ali, Muhammad, give us one of your famous poems. Because he always used to, you know, do his yeah. thing. And he said, I got one for you. It's really short. It's actually maybe the shortest one in the entire world. Me, we. And we actually took that because Muhammad Ali did such amazing things, you know. Me, we, basically, until the me is doing well, there's no we. And people feel it's selfish to take care of me. But without me being where I need to be, I can't help you guys out. Hmm. So our philosophy was we do these me-we circles, which would be also the one plus one is three. So the, the crowd would be doing nothing, and the gym teacher would be there just furious. Like, you've got no control over this group. And Dude, it's been five minutes. Just give us a second. So we'd pull out the soccer ball. And this is in a gym with all kinds of toys, like <laughs> basketballs. But you can't play basketball. You can do globetrotter globetrotter basketball tricks like it was everything out of the norm Hmm. you could do here so these kids would be talking about uh, you know that girl or those drugs and you know you're not going to stop them so we'd pull out the soccer or football and we would just sit there and do hacky sack with the ball back and forth now he's world class he can do it you know i'd have to let the ball bounce a couple times and try stuff so the me we thing or the one plus one like i feel you guys do we'd start having a good time we wouldn't say a word to anybody but we'd be laughing because we've already gotten to our state of play. Because before all the kids got there, we did all our contact juggling. We did all our stuff, listened to our great music, felt fantastic. And we'd get these kids. So we'd start kicking the ball because it wasn't going well. But we'd be laughing, joking, feeling like a million bucks. And every time, without fail, one would stop whatever they were doing and say, Oh, that looks like fun. Because they've seen us do it before. And they know we have a good time. They would join us. So our one plus one wasn't two. It was three. We There was like an open slot there. Yeah. We created this, not like, you know, it's, we're not messiahs or anything. It's just there's this third energy. You guys do it. You don't even know it, but. We have no idea. You guys <laughs> make the third person here. It, there's That third person isn't making it with you guys. You've made it available for that third person to thrive. And just doing this, that person would come. Then the other person. And before we knew it, we'd have a, a full circle of maybe 10 people. In which case, we needed to get another football because it's too big. So two groups would start, and all of a sudden, that's why we call these me-we circles. We took care of me. I feel good. I'm having a good time. All of a sudden, the other me comes over. He's part of the we. He's now made, you that's know. so and, cool. Yeah, and before, before long, everyone has now created the circles. And then our trick was, 
Okay, we back out of the circle. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, guys. And then slowly, this guy who's great at contact juggling, but I can't do it in front of all my other peers because they're going to make fun of me. Now, they all break off, do their own thing. They're contact juggling together. They're juggling together. They're passing the ball. No problem. Well, the gym teacher that was mad at us before is now, how did you do that? I usually have to yell at them. You, so cre I, you created the momentum. Yeah. And then that's infectious. Yeah. People got, Jump got into on board. It, just, and yeah. then you can back off because it becomes self-perpetuating. Exactly. And yeah. that's the one plus one is three. And I just sort of had a bit of a glimpse of that here because last time we were you know, four or five said so, you know on my <laughs> better days i can tune into these things when my head's okay yeah and i just sort of kind of that's interesting i could see it, it it kind of it kind of uh relates a little bit to what we've done yeah like yeah. we've taken a lot of the friction out of the being on a podcast thing right yeah. so yeah we and already have this set up we're going to be doing it anyways. Yeah. You so know, we line up a bunch it. of amazing guests. Yeah. And handsome and, guests. And handsome yeah. guests. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they can come yeah. in and, you know, they don't have, to, there's not a lot of, you know, we try to make it like low pressure and, it is. you know, it just sort of works out. And one of the things that uh, I've noticed doing this, and I'm, I'm not sure it's the same for you, Jason, but um, just going through the exercise of going through kind of our Rolodex of people that we know and like, Oh, you know, the exercise of like who should be on the podcast and stuff. I've realized how amazing some, and how fortunate we are to have some people yeah. that have come onto the show and, and that it's, it's like without the show, I wouldn't have realized how amazing they were yeah yeah right? that's it, a, it sort of reinforced that. it like i knew it i knew like i was yeah. like i'm really fortunate to have like i'm like surrounded by a lot of really cool people yeah but just and then like going back and listening to to it's a, a conver that conversation must be a trip for you too it's yeah. like wow you know fucking yeah. adam fucking sonia fucking danny fucking yeah. my dad yeah uh, very cool. you know like how many Fred. of these amazing people are in my family like how fortunate can yeah. you be you know it's like yeah. wow and you i'm a lucky had, son of a bitch you, you would know? have never yeah. had the opportunities to have these conversations with some of them right like i can't think of a venue or a moment where i would have had the time and the sort of vibe to ask Fred Nguyen about his trip to China and the Shaolin. Like he, I would have gotten bits and pieces of it maybe at a party yeah. in the doorway somewhere on the balcony and yeah. you know, quick little talks here, but like a full on, tell me about this thing that happened to you. Like or, beginning to end. Tell me, you know, you would and have, he's like a modest, he's a modest dude too. Like right. if you don't put a microphone in front of him and say like, we're doing a show, he's not yeah. going to give you all the insights sort of thing like that would almost seem like it's um, the way that ideally we'd all talk to each other we take this time to just go like hey so apart from how your girlfriend's doing and your job's doing like uh, i heard that you fell down last week what right. was that all about yeah you know and then there's just no other way that we can have these conversations and i think the podcast kind of unlocked that yeah it does it's uh and i think it's, cool. it's not just us because uh i've been reading about uh podcasts there's a surge going on apparently Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, of podcasts. Like, everyone's podcasting now. For sure. Mm. There's um, something magical that happens when you put these microphones around the table. Yeah. And it, we've noticed it a bunch of times, too. Like, we'll have people over. They'll be on the podcast. We'll turn off the microphones. And then the podcast effect actually happens and continues yeah, on throughout going. the evening. Like, we'll keep talking off, off the air yeah. for, like, another two hours. And people are just, you know, exploring all these ideas that they maybe it wouldn't have 
explored before and like are verbalizing stuff that they wouldn't have verbalized before even like sound check sound check even like you mentioned my dad my dad came on onto the show and he ended up sharing a bunch of stuff i I feel like it changed my relationship with my dad that's awesome like i feel like i think it changed danny's relationship with my dad yeah that's huge he came on and he was like he started telling stories some of which we've heard before and other ones we've never heard before and but like just the fact that we were like wow you know we're really interested in what you're saying now i talk to my dad sometimes and he'll go into these stories of like things that i never knew about he's like oh it's yeah amazing. you know like yeah. after going on oh, the yeah. podcast i i thought about this time that your great aunt and this and your great uncle and you yeah. know we had this huge thing and you know you i'd never told <laughs> you guys about it yeah. but like now that i know that you're interested in it i'm gonna yeah. sort of give you this history of our family i'm like fuck yeah that's amazing and they may they may have never have been that conversation or that that opportunity to have that talk and it's yeah. now in the box, right? It's in the bag. Like, you can listen back to that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I have the feeling that, like, before he came out of the show, he felt that some of this was, you know, uninteresting to us. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's our fault, right? Like, we hadn't communicated to him, like, you know, please tell us more stories about our family history. Yeah. Like, we find that really interesting. But now that he sort of... And I remember, like, I when I invited him on the show, like, he was he was super hesitant, you know, like he's a, you know, very very smart, very interesting guy, but like, you know, his his reaction, his initial reaction was like, oh, you know, I don't I don't know if I'm that interesting, you know, like I don't know if I'm going to be able to. We get know. a lot of that either way. That's yeah. basically what everybody says before they come on. They're like, yeah, you know, I don't know, like. Do you have a plan of what we're going to talk about? Like, no, we're just going to shoot the shit. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm that interesting. I don't know if anyone's going to care. That was the big barrier for me when, you know, Jason and I were talking about doing this show in the first place. I was like, who the fuck's going to give a (laughs) shit about what I have to say? Like, I'm not an interesting guy. Yeah. You know, but there's something about it that just sort of, sort of happens where you like, you get in front of it and you have these really real conversations that, you don't have in day-to-day life you know like normally in day-to-day you're like hey adam how's it going i'm fine how are you how's the family okay pretty good yeah yeah Yeah, it's sunny today oh it's raining today okay (laughs) well i want to shoot myself in the head (laughs) yeah you know whereas like you get on you get into a situation like this and it actually yeah well there's nice because there's no uh i mean our our society now and i think we talked about this last time off or on or whatever there's no time for this almost everyone's in their screens or doing this and there's no venue for it either yeah the art of conversation is being lost and even it seems like all these devices are making us talk less and less they're supposed to open communication which they do in in a way but they're closing off not terribly useful yeah they're they're closing off the art of this if I like your Facebook post I don't need to hang out with you and ask you how you're actually doing yeah right and I no, no. I mean, I, I've, <laughs> I'm still going through some of these misfiring head issues from the concussion. Um, but I don't know if it was one I heard when I was sick or something we talked about. But, shit, this is a head problem. See, now I don't even know where I was going with you that. Lost your, you lost your way. Well, Completely. well let, let's, talk a, <laughs> let's talk a bit about that. For, for those of, of you who maybe didn't hear last time that Adam was on, mm. he'd had like a traumatic... Uh, head injury yeah I and got, it was sort of I dealing tr- with the trampled or thumpered it seems to be the new term that people thumpered? comment on i was thumpered in the head 
Um, okay, so repeatedly kicked. Repeatedly kicked in the head between five and ten times. I mean, really, who counts when you're getting kicked in the head, I guess? Yeah. So uh, if you want to know more about the details around that, go back to the episode. Yeah. Fantastic uh, episode, by the way. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because my wife and daughter were on it, too. That you know, it's interesting to hear you say how it's changed you and things like that. And uh, it's had a huge, huge effect on me, too. Because um, I've always had an easy time talking. Obviously, that's not, you know, that's, we laugh about it all the time. Who you know? (laughs) I don't believe it. Yeah. (laughs) Since I was born, I was talking. (laughs) There's that fake laugh, right? (laughs) (laughs) But what ends up happening is that the the way that I learned to speak was in a... uh, It's on silent. I have no idea why it has sound. I think the button... It's probably not even being picked up by the mics. So what... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, lo- the way I learned to communicate was from a kind of low self-esteem place when I was a kid because I didn't have any brothers and sisters. We moved around a lot. So I wanted to make myself valuable and interesting to people very quickly so that I wouldn't be alone, right? That's the way I, that's no longer the way I do it, but that's where my yeah. communication style was born. And that makes that makes, makes me very capable of carrying on a conversation and and starting one and breaking the ice and all that stuff. I'm really good at that. But I really feel, I've always felt guilty about talking about the things that I really wanted to talk about. Like I was taking up people's time, uh, like I was going on too long, and various other things. And so the but the podcast has had that effect for me, is that like yeah. I just like finally, I feel like I don't have to feel bad when I go on for a bit about something because... This is our show, and uh, you know, if people didn't give a shit, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be listening. They can turn yeah. it off. They can, right? You could turn it off at any point, and anyone who's listening right now, feel free to turn it off. Turn it off now. If that's, you don't that's give a shit about what we're saying. Marketing, eh? <laughs> but I mean, in real life, you don't get that, right? In real life, yeah. I'm always super self-conscious about how much of a person's time I'm taking, and in my head, I'm keeping like a clock going. I'm like, okay, Jason, shut up after that next point because. Mm. Uh, you don't that person's probably going on going thinking like what the hell but and it's probably true sometimes and it's probably not sometimes but if anything the podcast has definitely um well and that's it too going back to the sort of how are you doing good you know we used to make these jokes of wouldn't it be nice if just this random person like you're talking about the depreneur across the street there sure he the depreneur guy is always asking you know how are you wouldn't it be nice just to say you know what i'm fucking horrible I got kicked in the head seven times about a year and a half ago. I'm still feeling crazy effects in my head. Sometimes I don't remember your name. And um, I had a wonderful day today, but when I got home, I started crying uncontrollably. What about you? Thanks for asking, man. (laughs) You know, like, do do they really care? And if you did open up, would they actually, hey, shit, man, let's talk a bit. Like, because it's true. We talk about. You know, the only people I see doing that, talking to each other are the kind of weird kooky old people that hang out at McDonald's <laughs> and and coffee shops yeah that are obviously retired and are not doing anything and they just sit there and and uh, collect coffee stickers for their little <laughs> coffee and they sit there with the newspaper and they always yeah. somehow have these gruff voices for some reason because <laughs> they never talk to anybody yeah. <laughs> it's the like, flood that's gotta come can out. you believe what's going on with the economy well, yeah. well that guy's never gonna get voted in and they yeah. just they just like they're ha- they're having they're podcasting they just they yeah. have no mic. Yeah, there's no mic. Yeah, it's <laughs> and they got no one we to should, talk to. You guys should take this to McDonald's one time and do some like l- random. 
I'd love to take like it podcasting. to like an old age home or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. And and get some stories, cool. man. Get some stories because I mean, if your dad has stories, imagine someone that that's eighty or something, yeah. eighty five, and still lucid and like still there, and you know there's some stories. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. know there's some deep, deep fucking things. I mean, sure. how does a person see the world now when they were born? Let's see, eighties would be what they were born in. 1920 and uh, 1930s, I guess. Pre World War II? Yeah. Or just thereabouts. You they would have been a baby when the fucking world was on fire and they, yeah. they went through Vietnam, the, the bomb, the nuclear bombs, the Cold War, the yeah. rock and roll, like all that stuff you see in a montage of, of a documentary or whatever yeah. on a Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. And But they lived it. And what is that like? And, yeah. you know, and so. Because we're very far removed from those times now you know that's that's not reality for well, any of us at this table yeah they're like seasons <laughs> sure. in, you know like in, we in don't know series. what that means yeah. yeah and also a true history isn't just in the history books right no and it's also the people that were around can tell you things that you didn't know i feel that's even more true history because the books uh, well conspiracy like, theories keep me uh, paranoid sure. about you know what really happened in that but the victors write the books so. but like yeah, you, know, you know you'll read in the book even let's say let's assume that the history book is more or less accurate and it's scientifically put together and yeah. it's got the timelines and it didn't favor anyone let's say yeah uh, someone might tell you, well, you know, there was a uh, there was a terrorist faction in our city at the time, and it wanted to do this, and it blew a bomb up, and it kidnapped somebody, and you're like, yeah. okay, shit, yeah, I remember that, it was in the news. But then you he- or there was a war on, right? And then you talk to some guy that actually lived through it as a kid, and will tell you, well, actually, I met my wife because there were no eggs, because eggs were impossible to get, because wow. everyone was on yeah. food stamps. I had to go two towns over every time to get three eggs from this little lady that that had it, you know. And then I met his daughter, or met her daughter, and then we fell in love. And like, that's why you're here, son. And you're like, holy shit. Wow. Like, that's history. Yeah, it's true. That's history. Right? Yeah. That's a part of the war. That's a that's yeah. a war story that doesn't necessarily involve someone having boots on the ground in the in the shit, you know? Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was still related. So... that w- It's I, a great idea to... Maybe that's... There's just so yeah. many things that you... Like, people have so much value and interesting things in them, you know? Uh, no matter where they came from and uh, we've been just really fortunate enough to be able to sort of find them and i guess like you said man i, we, I just like you know you have cool friends you know you have cool people in your contact list but then yeah. you start the show like this and you start to see the episodes pile up and you're like yeah every person on here is fucking amazing fucking amazing what are you guys at now 30 something we're in the, yeah we're like, i think this is gonna be like 30 35 yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's my well my apartment number i'm not gonna tell you where that is yeah man no we've got like it's about 70 hours of podcast in the amazing i think it's in the hole it's (laughs) the hole's getting pretty pretty full (laughs) we have to dig deeper um or we just keep filling the hole setting fire to it anyway uh I, i think it's also done things to our friendship richard i don't know I don't know. I think it, it, in a way, it's done things to our friendship too. Because good things or bad things? Good things, definitely good things. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I notice how you contact juggle the balls really well now. Right, yeah. you're much better at it than last. Time. I just, like, I think I was here on 23. Maybe was it 20 the 23rd episode or something? Uh, That's possible. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere around there. Somewhere so around there, yeah. you know, after 
after 10 to say 15 episodes later you guys have gotten much better at your ball handling yeah, well you know it's all in the, thanks, in the wrist thank you dude yeah you feel the difference <laughs> you know, okay. what i'm wait give me the other one ben. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> how's this oh, yeah, i'm i'm grinning a lot more than See, last time audio only can be fun audio only can be fun you don't need high tech stuff no no use no. your imagination not what so. i meant by it having altered not altered but uh, like leveled up our friendship is that we used to touch base we'd see each other we'd go to parties and if we could get a moment to talk to each other yeah. we'd go into some of the stuff that we discuss on the show you know mm-hmm. but we never truly get a chance to to see see where it goes or to like talk it out to the end mm-hmm. and now we have a reason to get together every mm-hmm. week and actually cool. talk you know that's true we ha- well we hang out more often since the podcast since is true. the podcast because it's that's the other thing that Aside from like the microphones and everything, this is a scheduled time. This is yeah. you know, where it's like this is what's going on right now. Yeah, nothing else is going on right now. Like you're not, I'm not checking my phone. I'm yeah. not, you know, doing here anything. and now. We're yes. in the we're in the present Love right it. now, and yeah. this is scheduled, and we do it, and we invite people on. So yeah, yeah. I think that that frequency. And you must talk about it like. You, like I'm, I don't know if it's like a band thing, but it's a little I bit. know after a jam, I'm calling Johnny or I'm calling the drummer or I'm calling our bass player, or often I'll drive my bass player home even though he's not anywhere close to me, just so we can keep talking about. Yeah, man, that sound was sounding good it's today. It's kind of like, like a band, right? yeah, but yeah. it's kind of it's like the our situation is like we're a band that keeps trying new members every single yeah. every single time we <laughs> yeah. get together to That's jam true. the rehearsal yeah. is every episode yeah. every single yeah. one but is it a always try. works out well yeah. I, I i've yet to feel like we ever had a like a, a failure because that what we're doing is just very basic yeah. and it's a testament to the quality of the guests that we have yeah yeah, yeah. One plus one is three. So that's right. we're amazing is really what the point of it is. <laughs> yeah. That, well, you're well, amazing. That, perfect. That's how this whole thing started of me yeah. saying how amazing <laughs> you guys were, really. It's a bit of a therapy for me to like be more talkative. Yeah, yeah as, you, you're as a lot more, more talkative than you used to be. And you joke it, like, around a lot more, too. Going back to like first episodes and stuff? No, but like in, off, in the, off the mic, like you've gotten sillier, and I like that. <laughs> well, I'd say even from last time I was here to now, you... You yeah. seem to be more t- comfortable t- or more at ease. Yeah. Now maybe yeah. that's because you're not wearing any pants. But yeah. Uh, and we're actually this is actually <laughs> I feel uh, more limber. <laughs> it's made us. Give me back the other ball. Uh, <laughs> it's, my my turn. Turn. it's my turn. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> it's my fucking turn. Okay. Well, just when, don't don't pull on it so much. <laughs> but we've also it's also don't actually made us. Exp- me. <laughs> it's made us explore some things that we talk about too. It doesn't just not all talk, right? We actually. Um, often share our ideas with each other and but we sometimes don't really follow through on them right yeah and we just this podcast like we keep coming back to comedy 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 talk, uh, you know stand-up comedy and then finally richard's like okay dude like you know i've been harassing you for years like to do comedy you, you should do it and i'm like you know what fuck it you know i'll do it Let's yeah. let, and then we start talking the next step we're like okay let's start discussing it how would this look like what do we want to do first Let's do some research. And that led us to actually go out Monday. Fire and hole. We went to a comedy club. Comedy Works. Uh, comedy uh, Works. The Monday passed. Yes. Like a few days ago. Yeah, just a few days ago. Nice. Yeah. Okay. We went down to Comedy Works, which is uh, a fairly well-known spot for open mics and stuff. And yes. Some yeah, pretty yeah. big names have been through there. Yeah. And 
This very game. authentic looking place. Oh my god, it's like out of a movie. Wait, yeah. I might be con- just to double check. There's Next comedy the works Embassy. and there's a comedy nest. I think. Yeah, the, com- that- the nest is in the forum and the works is on Bishop. Oh yeah, Next okay, 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 okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it really yeah. like it has the brick wall with the yeah. old curtains on yeah. the side, the neon sign. Yeah. And the mic on the little stage, and it's grungy enough to be a. And com- it's always comedy all the time there, or is it just? I, yeah, it's think, all comedy. I think really? it's mostly. Yeah. They have special appearances. Yeah. Uh, by people. Like Thursday through Saturday, I think it's like bigger Obviously names, things, but like yeah. Monday nights, it's like five bucks. Nice. Buy, buy some beers and just like. It's okay. just, just people trying out bits. And yeah. it was great. Yeah. It was super fun. It was amazing. We were, didn't, we were not expecting the level of, of laughs that we got. I mean, yeah, there were a couple of people that bombed, but, sure, but. nothing in, to the point where anyone had to be shown out or wow. uh, booed off stage. Like, none of that, man. It was just like... You got like 10, 10 12 people doing five-minute bits. Yeah. So it can only be so bad, right? Yeah. Like that, if somebody if really sucks, they'll like turn the light on a bunch of times to like <laughs> get them to fuck off. But and then was great job, eh? Oh, this guy's terrible. <laughs> and there's this dude that just kind of, he, he like keeps the momentum going, you know, between the acts. Yeah. Like, like the, the, the host who's yeah. probably actually pretty funny and just, he's uh, not bad. You know, yeah. he's pretty funny. He's, he certainly, he knows his craft and you know, he kept coming back and sort of uh, keeping the momentum going. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I don't know, man. What did you What did you think of it? It was great. Yeah, it was super fun. So, would, would that be something you would uh, try yourself? Yes, yeah, that's the whole point of this. Is a working okay. my way up to like putting together a little five minute bit. Yeah, and going up there. I hope you'll join us when I do it. You tell me when, and if I'm not working, <laughs> I will be there. Guaranteed. Yeah, man. I mean, there's no pressure. Right? Not, yeah. It's not like I'm trying to put together this big event or anything. No, I'd, I'd love to be there, man, if I can support you, because obviously I know how <laughs> how nice it is to have people come some, by. Some people know? come uh, out. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, I was telling Richard, actually, was I was watching, because we were there, obviously, also, like, watching the dynamic, trying to figure out who in the room is actually a comic waiting to go on. Oh, right. Um, most of oh, them. yeah. It's most of them. Most of them, yeah. Okay. There was like 30 people in the room and, pre- and like half go. of them were comedians. Wait, like I went up to the bar to, to, to buy us beers and like there was a guy who was there first. Oh, nice save. <laughs> Sorry. Again, nice. no camera there. But. Let me tuck that back in. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, was, there was a guy who was Gross. there before me and the barmaid comes up to me and she's like, what do you want? I'm like, oh. I think this this guy is here first. He's like, oh, don't worry, I work here. I'm oh, like, okay, cool. And then he ended up going up on stage oh, afterwards. Okay, right? so yeah, the guy taking our money at the door was on on stage. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a self yeah. sustaining kind of thing in the yeah. community. Almost. But you know what? At the same time, it, that actually makes perfect sense. Yeah, because yeah. they'll watch each other and they'll, they'll riff off yeah. each other. And we uh, went at, like after the show was done, we were talking with. All of the comedians. Yeah. Like outside, just like shooting the shit. We're going to we're gonna actually have some of them on because we realized this is actually, oh, yeah. we found a secondary uh, sort of, very you cool. know, uh, p- purpose to this is that if we find anyone really funny and we did see a couple of really, really good people. But the, the, yeah, the, I'll have them on the show and we'll see, if, the it, show. see yeah. if it works. I'll yeah. be listening. And comedians love podcasts. Oh, they do. Yeah. It's, like, a, well, it's must, huge. And, that know. must be their almost perfect form, right? Because they get to... Try out some material, but they don't have to we worry bring, so much about the end result. We should bring the podcast to Comedy Works and talk to them about doing a warm-up thing. Yeah. Could, we, yeah, I was almost wondering, could you do a Comedy Works podcast show? Where could. instead of the comedians performing, they're actually 
coming on to the podcast there was there was a podcast that i was listening to uh for a while it was related to the rogan podcast which is one that we both listen to okay and his assistant brian redben became a stand-up comic and also kind of branched off and did oh. his own his own uh podcast i'm not a huge fan of the guy himself but it was it was pretty interesting they went to uh ice the ice house uh which is like kind of an iconic Oh comedy club in in california oh okay right <laughs> it's like so it's in montreal i haven't heard of it <laughs> no, no 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 it's like a legendary okay. place in the in the comedy okay. uh, yeah like not like top tier but like you okay. know probably like number four on the list okay and what they set up in the in the back of the of the ice house and as you had comedians sort of coming in and coming off stage people they'd kind of come in and out of the podcast oh in order to like talk about oh, how, yeah, how their, yeah. how their okay. bit how went, went you know, and, like, oh, that's a uh, great idea or yeah. just riffing yeah so this is kind of like that's r- conversation that's really going cool. on with like a rotating people coming the in funny is just going coming and going constantly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's just switching like constantly you know yeah. like that could be an interesting idea it's know? a v- i think it'd be a very interesting thing to listen to yeah you yeah. know and, and especially it's a passion of both of yours because you're you've right. mentioned before how much you enjoy comedy yeah. And obviously you enjoy yeah, yeah. it and want to even be in it. So to have... Well, I just think I could... I just, I could I'm just interested in the craft of it and the material. Yeah. And, and Richard and I are both interested in actually the crafting of it. Yeah. Uh, it's just Richard's not so interested in the in actual the performing performance of it. it. How but, would you feel about... Yes. It's always interesting for me as a performer of sorts in terms of it being in the band and all that. How would you feel about people coming to see you? Would you rather it be... Because it's always a big question. We, we had have. this conversation, actually. I'm glad yeah. you asked this question. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, would you rather it be people you know or people you don't know? Strangers. Yeah, that sounds my about first, right. My first gut instinct is like, I would rather it be strangers for two reasons. Uh, one, I would uh, want to know what the material is actually worth. Right. And what my performance is worth um, truly without anyone sort of pulling for me, uh, okay. um, which I completely appreciate. And, and of course I'd be, you know, I'd be very, very comfortable in that er- arena. Yeah. But the whole idea is I can make my friends laugh all the, any time if I want. Well, I mean, I, that sounded really arrogant, but <laughs> no, yeah, anytime I want. <laughs> I am one funny bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean like I can crack jokes at parties and stuff, but I really want to see if, if, if I, th- I'm just imagining this or if there's some stuff there I could do that could actually be work. Uh, But people I don't know or haven't known for a really long time that I wouldn't mind. That's actually the perfect middle ground. Somebody who like knows my name has had a couple of talks with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But doesn't know me back 12 years, 15 years. Right. Right. But either way, no matter who shows up, like uh, anyone that's listening, uh, when that time comes, like just come on down. Do you have a a date set yet? No, not yet. Okay. No, I also have to work out the bits. Richard and I have to kind of yeah. put the show together. Um, the idea is to kind of be a, like a bit of a writing team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where Jason does the yeah. performing part. Yeah, so basically <laughs> you write all... This kind of goes back to the, you know, sort of the like lip singing uh, artist where yeah. you're going to write all the material and you're going to say it. Well, he's going to have an, he's gonna have an ear... He's <laughs> I'm not calling you Millie Vanilli, by the way. Don't no, no, don't get me you. wrong. Thank you. He's going to have an ear, he's gonna have an ear piece and I'm going to be behind <laughs> the curtain and I'm going to be like, say, say this. Say this. The whisperer. The, the, the laugh whisperer. <laughs> but it, may, it reminded Damn me wise, actually please. a little bit about you, what you were saying about the... Uh, please remind me the singer of your band. Is uh, Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. 
how one thing I picked up on part of the Janko revival. You can check us out on Facebook. Yeah, plug 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 plug. Janko Janko <laughs> Janko brothers are the shit. Yeah, it's actually not to cut you off. It's actually changed. It. Yes, it, we we're going with the Janko revival. The Janko revival. Oh, really? Yeah. You've rebranded. Yeah, just because the Janko brothers was really Johnny and myself. And uh, now that we've added members here and there, it sort of felt like... Now it's a revel. Yeah. And, and they're not your brothers. They are. <laughs> they definitely are. Well done. But I don't know if they've Here's the other ball felt back. that. You know, like mm. it seemed like they were a bit mm. kind of, what does this mean? You guys mm. are brothers. And I'm like, he's not my brother. You right. Know, but anyway. Uh, yeah, I, all I was going to say is what, what I was particularly looking at is um, I was observing the comedy to see who had good material who had bad material, who had whatever kind of material but had the right the right attitude. Right. And you were describing Johnny earlier as like when he sings, even though he's not a professionally paid singer, you immediately know you're not dealing with some bar right like dude yeah. who's just like wah, wah, wah. Nice. like when That's he sings, you're like hear. holy crap, this would not be out of place in a professional setting. Yeah. So it was really cool to see a couple of the performers uh, who whose material almost didn't even matter, right? Because they had the cadence, yeah. They had the walk, they had the contact with the. I think Richard remarked that the ones that really had it were the ones that didn't really stop to acknowledge crowd reactions, and just kept going because they had their yeah. bit. Yeah, right. that's true. Eh? That's there was the, an awkwardness. Like yeah. a, you could tell the amateurs because they would be like waiting for the knock knock. Right, banana. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're not uh, laughing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I guess. Is this thing uh, on. Hello. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Talk, talk, talk. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you know why they're doing that, right? Because some of the super advanced guys, like Louis C.K. and Bill Burr, and and some of those top level dudes, they kind of do a, a a parody version of that. Yes. Sometimes they are yeah. fully in control of the room and the material, but they. Uh, and they'll say purposefully and to pretend to be awkward and pretend to be awkward and uh, like oh oh you didn't like that honey well you're not gonna like the rest of my show and they, right, they, they kind of right, give right. you a little yeah, excitement yeah, yeah. like you feel like that night something was off and something went okay wrong. okay but the I new you. guys I, I almost felt like some of these new up and or trying these uh, open mic guys some of them were sort of trying that off the bat but it you doesn't work without the polish. Yeah, you don't understand okay. that's an advanced style. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you have need to, to have okay. twenty years in the bag. <laughs> right, right, right. Before you can do or that. Or the gift of gab. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the women, man, the women were great. Yeah, I was really impressed. You know, there anybody some who really funny ladies thinks that the yeah. ladies are never as funny as the guys. Like I, I did not get that impression at all. Mm. No, there were some very, very funny ladies in there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and they were probably more professional uh, with their the energy. They were mm-hmm. more on and more comedian-like than some I wonder of the if there's still that sort of thing. Uh, not that I believe that, but if there's still that sort of thing that women have to obviously try harder or not obviously, but they don't get paid for the equal amount of work that they do. So I wonder if that's still kind of ingrained and you see when it's amateur night. I said that in quotation marks is... I probably play amateur gigs all the time, but I don't consider no, myself amateur an amateur. Yeah, yeah, it's but you know what I mean? Like on an amateur night, I wonder if they are even better because there's that pressure of, oh, it's a woman. They're going to just talk about this or this. You Probably. know what's coming up. It's got to be. But and, it's benefiting them because yeah. they're coming out like swinging. Good. Yeah. That's no, they came out really, really strong. Right. Yeah. Like, and it definitely, in, in terms of, of comedy, 
there's a there's a difference between men and women yeah and there's a different expectation in terms of men yeah, and, women. yeah. and there's an evolutionary reason why men tend to be funnier than women is because that that's kind of part of the way that we attract the, yeah. other, the, oh, the yeah. opposite sex right i'd rather say before. i'd rather say that men are funnier than women that we engage in the act of trying to be funny more than mm-hmm. yeah i would agree yeah yeah right whether we're funny or not is subjective but the fact is that we're we play with trying to elicit laughter because it is a mating technique yeah or yeah and because it is a mating technique i guess like there's probably more emphasis put on on we engage more into it yeah yeah Yeah. exactly worked for me yeah you You think this face could have landed somebody like sonia no (laughs) these balls though (laughs) (laughs) my my contact skills they worked out well yeah if you you look at at, uh, you know women looking at like what are the things that attract them to a male where a male's uh what attracts them to a female when you're looking at a, a female to a male like yeah. sense of humor is very high up there oh. because sense of humor actually indicates a level of intelligence oh well i mean of course um on the other <laughs> side you know it, it may be true but it's not as high up on the right on the list you know like yeah for a, a woman looking for a guy it's probably like you know somewhere in the top three. Oh yeah you know maybe for uh the opposite might be like top five so right right so it's oh, okay it's a very so, it's a very strong so know, maybe it's like you said a bit thing. more nat- natural or evolutionary yeah. ingrained or in us to more of a focus be at least, funny you know, but it's say. it's not just yeah. men and women right like uh comedy traditionally has always had um it's always helped to look kind of goofy Okay. Which is why these guys used to wear like the checkered jacket and the big yeah. bow tie. Like that's the origins of it, right? And then came the fat comedians, which oh, is like yeah. whenever you wondered why somebody who's made it big, like why didn't he just lose weight at, after that point because he yeah. had the money or whatever, is because it, they they would be considered, people would laugh less. Like they're yeah. expecting, they like the fact that the comedian looked goofy or fat hey, or comical. That's interesting because I often think about, uh, oh my God, names. Uh, is it? Hill, uh, Jonah Hill, Hill, how when he first started, I mean, he was very goofy and big and he lost a boatload of weight. Yeah. yeah, and it almost like some people almost looked at him like, "Oh, he's like, oh, you're a different person now. Like, you're not funny." Anymore. Well, he came in as a jester, right? And then yeah. suddenly, when he didn't fit, he's that trying to be the leading man after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but then he gained it back, didn't he? I think he's he's ballooned back and forth. Mm-hmm. He's kind yeah. of been doing that with his weight, but uh, well, it's it's a weird thing, right? Like if you're like the 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 jock type leading man guy, yeah. then you don't need to be funny. You that's just, right. that looks weird too on the on you a stand up stage, doesn't yeah. it? A guy that's like ripped and has really he's great like hair. Five like 400 pounds and he's like a I think giant the only guy that for me maybe comes close to that and i don't know how actually funny he was but he was pretty funny till he got famous which is kind of standard it seems like was uh uh dane dane, dane cook dane cook because he was always like in his old i've seen like old school footage he was of a bit he, of a jock at first yeah, yeah he was really and i thought i used to think i mean he made me cry i was laughing so much and then he did a couple movies and I felt he wasn't funny at all. Yeah, like yeah he a lot did of a bunch of romantic comedy stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of these guys don't translate right to film. And but he got into a bunch of trouble for stealing uh, people's bits. I think. Whoops. Did he? Oh. Yeah, that's a whole so. conversation going on right now in comedy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what I remarked that was interesting at our comedy night is there was your the some of the funniest guys were the weirdest looking guys. <laughs> Not weird as in like you should be locked away in a room but just like non-traditional right like there's something right. peculiar about them and they even used it 
They're like, okay. yeah, yeah, I have a big nose, you know, fuck you, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that well, there's one guy we saw, Vince, who totally made his odd look kind of work for him and was crack. And then there was a fat guy, a classic, yeah, backwards hat, heavy set dude, and you know that some of his shit was gonna be about being fat. Yeah. And he cra- He choked. He totally s- choked, he straight yeah. up choked. Like oh, he, yeah. he couldn't get a sentence out. He cracked under oh, pressure. Oh yeah. He would just yeah. rambled nonsense the whole time. Um, so. It was a night of surprises. And that wasn't part of the... No. It wasn't no, no, a no. shtick that was no. not understood. It no, just he really, literally just cracked yeah. under oh. the pressure, and I felt bad for him. But at the same time, what I, I guess what I'm saying is it was it's not just a woman-man thing. It's a body type. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's all kinds of stuff that goes If you're overly it. handsome, I, I find it doesn't work well for uh, Well, for Dude, comedy. how, how yeah. could you go up there then? I mean, right, I'm kind of doomed. You, I'm you're doomed. screwed. Oh, shit, you're bro. Screwed. <laughs> We're going to have to disfigure you or <laughs> I something. I hadn't even man. considered this. No, but yeah, I, I have... Ethni- way too good looking. I have you ethnicity. Like that it. works. Ethnicity you have what? Uh, yeah, that's true. That's immediate material. That's true. Just, be, just being ethnic immediately has, has there's the, a we can make the whiskey a bandit what was his name again the whiskey the thief? whiskey band, uh, bandit or the whiskey robber the whiskey, the whiskey robber? robber yeah that yeah so your stage name maybe <laughs> the, the, but the minute you can be like yeah hey guys uh so i'm from dublin and then you're not in dublin that's immediately interesting right hey guys i'm from mauritania yeah, yeah, yeah. yes that's a real country or yeah. whatever um yeah that's true because people Anyways, it was, you're from motherfucking Transylvania, motherfucking bitch. Motherfucking yeah. Transylvania. That's a whole, that's whole a bunch of jokes. So, yeah, there's a whole bunch of jokes. I mentioned that to one of the comics after when we're, and he was like, you just like looked at, when I first said like, Perfect. yeah, I'm thinking of doing, he was like, oh, that's nice. Because yeah. you must hear it every night. Sure. And then uh, when I when when I told him, yeah, you know, I mean, maybe I'll, I don't know, have some stuff to say. I don't know. I'm like, I was born in Transylvania. Because he, he was saying where he was born. And then I was like, oh, that's similar to my experience. And when he heard Transylvania, he's like, dude, you got stories. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. They're onto something here. Yeah. Weird is good in comedy. Yeah. But you Weird don't realize that your own stories are interesting until you tell it to somebody else and like, oh, shit, oh that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. To yourself that, you know, I'm born in Transylvania. You're like, yeah. Transylvania, Transylvania. Because yeah. yeah. I really want to hear all about <laughs> Transylvania. Like just knowing that you're from there, even though. No, I mean, you just don't know anybody from there, right? No. Yeah. But it, like that's a bit right there yeah. where you say like. Hey guys, I'm from Transylvania. Yeah, yeah. And you just wait for a second. You'd be like, "It's a real place, bitch." You know? <laughs> I'm cutting this out because you're yeah. running into some of my material. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> who <laughs> else? Who else? Who else in the room is from Transylvania? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Where are my Transylvanians at? <laughs> yeah. Imagine the whole crowd puts their hand up though. Yeah. Holler if you're you screwed from there yeah. on out. Because I'm not. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Amazing. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it was, it was a really cool night. And uh, so first, it was interesting from the comedy angle. And two, this was yet again a gift of the podcast, I feel, in a way. Because sure. it's just a, we wanted to prove something that we started talking about on the air. Hmm. But dude that you were talking to at the end of the show had a very similar kind of backstory to yours, right? Like you... Yeah. you as your day job, you like you do the teaching thing, like you get in front of people, and you. That's where he kind of honed his craft. That's where he that he had the exact same thing. Like yeah. he was from Lebanon, you're from Transylvania. It's the same thing. It's the same deal. It's par- parallel places. Obviously. I mean, Transylvania is in Lebanon. Last time I checked. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but you're both you're both teachers. You got up in front of people, and you realize that you can kind of make people laugh yeah. and you know get people going and it, you know you just seem to have that sort of charisma he 
like it seemed i don't know there you see i was like on the outside of the conversation but it seemed like there were a lot of parallels it seemed there. like there were some weird par- yeah except he was freakishly freakishly tall uh compared he was to me. tall but yeah no i mean he was kind of beige you know i think that's what that's what attracts <laughs> me to this whole experiment <laughs> is to learn to value some of the stuff that i that i that is mine and is i always thought was mundane yeah but could be of interest to someone else and I, this goes back to what you were saying adam about how you know, you don't feel like it's special because it's it's your condition, but yeah. it's completely fascinating to us. Yeah, you know, in yeah. a hopefully non like uh, lab lab rat kind of way, right? Like, tell us about your concussion. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when yeah. I do this? <laughs> How many lights, no. Picard? <laughs> four lights. No, I I never felt that, and I think it was actually probably Richard or and your brother coming to you know hang out with you guys or various birthday parties here and there where you both seem genuinely like wait what happened and as you know sonia who works in the same place i do we talk about it all the time and we used to say you know because we both have been on work off work for a while me with this concussion it's been about a year and whatever a few months she's been off work since last march due to being pregnant because once you're pregnant and there are high crisis job you're off yeah, work clearly right you cannot you know so we've both been off for a while and before we were off we actually said to each other do you ever realize the reactions that other people have when they ask you how was your day at work and you tell them and that day was a, like a non-memorable day for you but you tell them what happened and they're just looking at you like that is fucked up i want to hear more and like you said it's your life so it's no it's not special. It's no big deal. You don't notice your own hair growing type thing. Right. You know, and then, you know, yeah, I got, you know, part of the job kicked in the head, whatever. And, mm. and then I think it was either you and your brother both like, what do you mean? Tell me about that. Like, what the what's fuck? What's going on? What's going on? Tell me more. Tell me more. And I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. Like, and mm. then talking to you on the show, you, what, tell me more. Like, and what does oh, that mean? okay. If this is interesting, sure. But you don't know when it's you and. Yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> well, as humans, I think that we get used it we're we're very good at getting used to things. Yeah. Right? So yeah. like your balls for instance, they're yeah. They were yeah. a little bit rough at first, but I yeah, mean, they I've gotten used to your balls like <laughs> Yeah, well now they're like the, Sorry, Richard. I couldn't, couldn't resist. They're uh, resist the way you handle and, yeah. and contact them and specifically yeah. is It's about making eye contact while you're yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never breaking that eye contact. Yeah, yeah, it's that's, a secret. Really works yeah, it really. <coughs> the more you can focus in, right in the middle, yeah, of the <laughs> ball, it has a. You can just manipulate. I'm sure there's it. a name for that. <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry, Richard. What, what are you saying? I don't know what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> something about How blah blah. How the ball? Something. <laughs> no, I was saying don't is that like humans, guy. we have a we have a we have a way of acclimatizing ourselves to certain things that yeah. may seem very fucked up to other people but if it becomes part of our normal then yeah. it becomes part of our normal right yeah. it's that it's that whole thing where you say like you know the the frog in the water and if you turn the the heat up slowly, oh, yeah. slowly it'll stay there until it boils yeah. but if you try to throw a frog into Boil, a boiling it water out. it'll jump right out right yeah but if we have that sort of thing like you didn't get into your line of work i'm sure uh with the water boiling but you kind of slowly acclimatize yourself to a very fucked up situation right yeah with a lot of very volatile people 
yeah. who may at some point thumper you in the head <laughs> until like you have cobwebs. Yeah, right? the, that happens apparently. <laughs> right? That's yeah. a thing. Right? A th- that like, is a thing. Hey, Adam, welcome to the job. So this is the team. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like that. Yeah, I probably maybe would have said. Maybe I shouldn't work I'm out of here. here. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, for ten me. years later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if you'd walked in and and saw that like, happen to somebody, like all these people with like brass knuckles, <laughs> just like I'm gonna fuck you up, boy. Like West Side Story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Breaking out in song. <laughs> hey, all right, I'm a musician. This is great. But we we I don't want to wait. For her love to be <laughs> Sorry, Richard. What was that? <laughs> your, your final thoughts not going to happen tonight. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think I've held it together uh, despite all the interruptions. Despite all the interruptions. So I you, feel you've I'm done just, fair. I'm proud of you. Thanks. thanks. You kind of yeah. brought it all into a circle, a round, kind of like a, like a ball like shape. <laughs> Almost spherical, even. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. With smooth parts and rougher yeah, parts. Yeah, and slightly. It's weird how one contact juggling ball is just a bit shaping differently than yeah. the other. Yeah. 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 One hangs a little lower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you get you gotta let them you get to let them ventilate, you know, yeah. because yeah. otherwise well, they it's need just air, no man. good. Uh, they'll just, just they'll just get they'll just get stuck. <laughs> you, and you sometimes can't. the only thing that will 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 uh, satisfy is oh. that pinch and roll, baby. That <laughs> pinch right. and roll. Cue the car alarm <laughs> in the background. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> fucking Adam. What the hell? <laughs> I don't see the time go by, man. When you're on the show, yeah, I, man. that's okay. I literally you don't be see here the every time. <laughs> every right. Thursday, just how, come over here. How much okay. you guys pay? When you're on, right. it feels the like same, I have the same a amount concussion. I get when I play at Honey Martin's. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing? Whatever you yeah. want, we'll we'll give it to you. We'll pay you in beer. Is that cool? That's cool. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Considering I bring my own, <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you in in merch. We yeah, that's right. Moich. We got well, yeah, Moich. We got Moich. When are we getting fire in the whole merch, by the way? Uh, we're working on it. We're nice. working on it. Yep. Yeah. In the meantime, we have some Sapporo merch. Sapporo yeah. merch. Maybe they yeah. need to be your sponsor. All right, let's wrap this up. Fire in the hole, guys. Here you go, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's legit merch. He's not fucking around. That's uh, good it's, merch. It's yours, man. I enjoy. Well, it's perfect time for a warm toque, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It is. Well, you're you're a white guy, and you go, white guys wear wool caps in the summer, right? Wait, listen, the hotter it gets, yeah. the more I want to wear a toque that keeps me warm. Personally, you, I mean, I don't know. There you go. Yeah. See, Got to keep that noggin warm, man. I can't fuck with that. You, however. It's, extra, you. it's extra cushioning for little cheers to, uh, to you guys. Yeah, man. Fire uh, in the hole. We, great we have to see a, you. We have a blast here. Always. And uh, we'll definitely. Really had a good time again. Let's uh, have you back and uh, maybe bring your friend Hans with you, or Hans. even uh, anybody from Hans, your band, or Johnny. Jeremy, your Johnny, lovely lady. Maybe back. all of us. We'll play a yeah. little. Uh, maybe we'll play a little live acoustic. Oh, that uh, would be great. Five minute show or something. We've never done you. that. That would be fucking Let's awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Fire in the yeah. hole. All right. Fire in the hole. Fire in the hole.